Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 53. I am Anthropos. And I am Ozymandias. And joining us in the Wasted Space, we have the lovely Clitosaurus. Hi. <laughs> we are sticking with that then. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We'll okay. say it's done. The, yeah. the nickname is Perfect. Has, has been agreed upon, and that's what we're going with. What's Cl- the title of the episode? Uh, um, Anthropos uh, obliterates Clitosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Could also find us on Pornhub from now on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Clitosaurus, thank you for making the time to join us um, in uh, but fuck nowhere. Mm-hmm. So um, in yes, hundred degree weather. Absolutely, yeah. At fucking eight p.m. Yes, yeah. This is ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, let's jump right into it, everyone. We're gonna start off. This is gonna be a Modern Times Brewing Company lineup through and through, all the way to the bomb. We're gonna start with the first beer of the lineup. It's gonna be the Orderville from Modern Times. This is a hazy mosaic IPA. Let's read a little bit off of the label. It says SRM 5 gold, IBU 55, final gravity 1.012. Mosaic, Simcoe, Yukonot, Denali, Eureka, Nugget Hops, Malts, Two Row, Oats, White Wheat. It says Orderville is a hazy IPA that blends the fruit forward character of Mosaic and Denali hops with the resinous stickiness found in a melange melange of dank varieties the resulting beer is immensely rad with an unmistakably banging aroma and a fully saturated hop flavor and finish the juicy body provides a base layer upon which the massive incredibly delicious hop character is built inviting your taste buds to join a drum circle of flavor in a magical forest of hops that's fucking crazy. Wow. They that's can lovely. fit that. They can fit that all on that's the side all, of our can. That's all there. Really. Wow. Like tiny writing. Yeah. This is beautiful. That's a fucking that's novel. A eight, that's a eight point font right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I, I that's love a lot of different hops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. This thing is loaded. It's six different hops. Uh, that's a variety of hops. And uh, it sounds like they're mixing the stuff that's juicy and sticky and resinous. So that should make for a wonderful fucking showing, a hop showing here. Modern Times has always done great things with fucking hops. Almost any IPA I've ever had from them has been distinct and just um, they've done a wonderful job of showcasing these these hop profiles. So fuck it. Let's get right to it. Let's get with the pour. All righty. Wonderful. Look at this. This is hazy like a motherfucker. And I can already see that there's a load of oats that's involved with this. I'm expecting a a, a silky creaminess. Uh, just on the look of this beer, it's got um, it's got a very very light amber yellowish look to the beer. Super opaque, could hardly see anything through it. Um, the head is fucking beautiful too. Absolutely, I think that's what's giving away the oats here. It's just that that frothiness of the head here. It looks fucking incredible. This looks like an orange bang. For sure, yes. Mm-hmm. It's big, rocky, frothy, uh, just like a fucking orange bang. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Fuck it. Let's see what Modern Times has in store for us. Cheers. 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 All righty. Clink. Oh, God damn. Look. Oh. 
It smells delicious. Yes. Yes, it does. That smells fucking, that smells like a hazy IPA. There's a lot of juice here. That hop is just jumping out of the glass. Let's get a taste. All right. I see exactly what they're going for. Absolutely. That combination of hops there, you get your, your, you get the sweet and the juiciness and then that resinous hoppy taste too. That's incredible. Yeah. This is East meets West masterfully done. Um, fucking hell. That combination of hops just gets across everything that they wrote on that epic on the label. Mm-hmm. Um, you get that that resin, you get that hop bite that just sticks and just kind of coats your tongue. And um, I haven't taken a sip in about 15, 20 seconds. It's still working. Um, and and it, it kind of does that on the back end, but on the front end, it's a totally juicy, just fucking bursting with juice flavor um, on the front end. Wonderful absolutely i'm loving this color here it's very opaque it's not translucent uh it's very orange juicy look to it again that head i can't get over this frothy frothy head uh flavor is all there it's very juicy it's very resinous it's hoppy as a motherfucker clitosaurus what you got on this beer very very tasty very tasty wonderful absolutely all right i think i'm about ready to rate this uh, you know what? One thing we didn't mention on this is the ABV. I don't know what we're working with here. One sec. <laughs> what do we got here? It's running at a 7.2 ABV. Not bad. Respectable. Um, I think that it's it's masked the booze. This is a double IPA to anybody's standards uh, at that ABV. And um, I, I, I get it. I completely get it. Uh, the resinous is what's really giving away that it's a double. But the booze is wonderfully masked by the juiciness. Um, I got a rating for this. Uh, for the Orderville from Modern Times Brewing Company, Hazy Mosaic IPA, I have a 7.5. I want to give them a 7. Po- I want to give them a higher, but I'm going to stick with a 7.5. We have yet to see what else is in store in the rest of the lineup. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Modern Times. I really love what, the way the, uh, what they do with their stouts and all their mm-hmm. nitro stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an incredible showing. The other side, the other side of the spectrum of beer here. It's incredible. Uh it's gonna be a seven for me. Alrighty. What you got, Clitosaurus? Um, I'm gonna do seven point three. Meet in the middle. <laughs> seven point three? All right, you're totally fucking up our rating <laughs> yeah. system right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel the fucking show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll do it. We'll we'll uh we'll cancel we'll- the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll make amends with it. Seven point three from Clitosaurus. Um, Ozzy Manus, you got a seven. Seven from me. Seven point five from me. Okay. All right. Let's jump right into that second beer. Let's get to it. Take. All right. The next beer that we're gonna try is the Modern Times beer, Hazy Tropical IPA. So let's go ahead and read the back of this. Um, I'm gonna start with the little paragraph at the bottom. It says, "Packed to the hilt with Denali, Yukonot, Citra, Simcoe." and Centennial Hops. Critical Band is a hazy, head-snapping thunderclap of an IPA loaded with tropical, citrusy awesomeness. It's deeply juicy profile. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It's deeply juicy profile is underscored by a crisp, restrained malt bill that expertly carries this delicious, fruity wonder in a soft, round finish that will leave a little doubt as to the... 
uh, trodedness of your beer purchase. I don't know what atrio. Atri- hmm? Hmm? <laughs> I don't know what that last word is. Atroitness? Atroitness. I've, I've never fucking. Uh, can we get a. A Google search on that. Adroitness. Adroitness. There you go. Adroit. Adroitness. It's not French. Is it? Adroitness. 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 Adroit. I have no idea what the fuck that means. Yeah. Essentially, what it's trying to tell you (laughs) is um, you've made a wise choice. We were gonna get stuck on that. You're getting a a big bang for your buck. There you go. There you go. All right, um, Glitosaurus. I'm just gonna have to tell you, we're gonna get you in to read our fucking beers because this guy can't read for shit, man. Really. (laughs) You know what it is? It's uh having to read children's books to kids. Yeah, that was really good. A little <laughs> no, it was. Yeah? It was wonderful. Yeah? It's a little concerning yeah? if you're reading the word juicy to the kids because it was really like a deeply like juicy phone sex oh, type. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess phone it's, sex uh, operator type. It's perfect <laughs> for the clit- the cow jumped the Yeah. <laughs> Adroitness again. Find us on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cleverness or skill. That's uh, what that word What's the is? pronunciation on that? It is adroitness. I was I right. Think, hold on. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, here goes Google. Adroitness. 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 There, you, there go. you go. Adroitness. There you go. Adroitness. And then the, the sentence given as an example is, he lacks political adroitness. Oh, Anakin. Anakin's back on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Can we just know that this beer is vegan? Oh, what? shut the fuck up yeah. for real? I think most of Perfect. the beers are vegan except yeah. the stout. It, it has um, very big words that say this beer is vegan. So all your vegan, you know, listeners out there. Are one vegan yeah. listener. We don't yeah. have those. Yeah. Me. Me. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> we have one. We have one. But I tried this beer not knowing it was vegan. So what does that say about me? <laughs> You're a bad vegan. Exactly. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, do we have the ABV on there as well? Uh, The alcohol... Yes, the okay. alcohol by volume. We're looking at 6.7. All right. Wow. Not bad. Not bad. Um, this sounds awesome already. Fuck it. Let's crack these open and let's get the pour going. Right here? Yes. No, you're going to have to. I don't have to. All righty. Here goes. Why do you pour so violently? <laughs> So that you could hear the beer pour, oh. like just so you could hear that, like the sound that makes you want to go piss. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Fucking a. Okay, looking very similar to the last. I think that's to be expected with a modern times hazy lineup, right? Absolutely. Probably going to be looking <laughs> at um, very similar things here. Uh, same deal. Very opaque. Uh, has that wonderful hazy look to it um a lot of uh a lot of involvement with the oats here and um uh yeah that was a i I gotta mention it again wonderful reading wonderful you did a great job thank you thank you um even with all those fucking weird ass hops on there i know they could throw you off but yeah you've done wonderfully um look at this fucking beer man honestly i can't read a sentence to fucking save my life (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like tripping over like you know every other word on the labels and Commas throw me off. Semicolons yeah. throw me off. But then when he writes a paragraph underneath his like selfie pic, it's like all grammatically correct. And <laughs> with the use of big words. Gotta impress the bitches. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Autocorrect. <laughs> Autocorrect. Like, Ooh, this guy's smart. <laughs> just don't listen to him talk. Yeah. Exactly. Um, he just, yeah, you know, when you meet him, he's just 
quiet and then that gives him that like mysterious mm-hmm. thing too totally yeah he's he's got it yeah. he's got it down to a science yeah i mean <laughs> he started what in high school what's that the mysteriousness hiding behind those bangs <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh, I miss my bangs. He <laughs> lit on fire. I'll never let that one go. Oh, okay, so who lit my bangs on fire? Was it me or was it, it her? It was. It I was. I don't remember this at all. It was definitely Israel. Okay, I don't remember this. Who's Israel? Oh, Ooh. the country. The, the country, country Israel. Israel yes. Jesus country. Christ. Yeah. You know those fucking Jews I'm just not... can't stop fucking getting any God. business. Damn, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> We like the Jews. Ozymandias. We like the Jews. Ozymandias? Yeah, Ozymandias. Ozymandias. Um, Anthropos. Ozymandias. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, we're trying to determine who it was. You're saying it was Ozzy? Yeah, definitely. Okay, I don't remember. I don't recall this at all. So, uh, Am I supposed to know this? Yeah, you should. You were there. You should. No, he was not. He wasn't there? You should. It was was a dare that he willingly agreed to. Okay. And he was playing with the lighter, and I said, "Um, why don't you put that lighter to your bangs and see what happens?" And he lit his bangs on fire. No shit. They were baby bangs, but nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, they like they torch. They within like I lost my milliseconds. <laughs> no shit. And he pat his. He was patting his forehead down. God damn! Yeah. I remember the patting of the forehead. I remember the plane of the lighter. <laughs> I remember the dare. And I remember distinctly remember saying no, that's crazy. And then my bangs were on fire, and I blame her. <laughs> but I don't know. We have a different memory of it. Yeah, I see. No, I don't recall this at all. Oh. That shout out to Golfland, which does not exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, no money. Yeah, for sure. A lot of memories there. That happened there. Of, yes. I'm just. I'm just. Yes. Um. I'm in awe at you being able to put out that fire without the help of professional you know <laughs> oh I didn't, I didn't put it out i just watched like dude like you gotta get like a fucking plan it like, was my hands that, that you call you called what? <laughs> <laughs> what did you call them uh, last week i called i called it circus <laughs> I, um it was the circus, test your it was, strength yeah it was a circus test your or not circus it was carnival test your strength mallets that I that call, you call hands. hands. Yeah. Yeah. So those carnival <laughs> tester strength mallets that you call hands were the ones that put out the fire. Okay. Yeah. So like a fire marshal didn't have to come out and flank it. No. And- no. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big head joke. Imagine- I don't know yeah. if you're oh, missing yeah, it. I don't, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, um, <laughs> how would that work if you remember my idea of the little um, pincers? For okay, no, we need to fucking bring this up. What right about now. the the mallet? Like, how would a mallet hands work? A mallet hands. Mallet, mallet hands. <laughs> um, how would how would they work? Like, I don't know, like like mallets mallet? probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like you might mallets. want to knock someone out. Just boom. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you have like work to do, like breaking rocks. <laughs> if you're a prisoner or some yeah. shit. Why is this a bad thing to have big hands as a man? Uh, it wasn't a joke about how big your hands were. Right. It was a joke about how loud your clap was. It it's was a fucking thunder clap. supposed to be loud. Yeah, I know. It was just a thunder clap, and every time it just fucking, it just burst my eardrums. Oh, good. When I'd then be I'm listening glad. to it, yeah. Okay. I need to hear this clap. He was doing this, like, instead of, like, the like the little snappy thing, like uh-huh. the fucking movie uh-huh. snappy thing, uh-huh. he was doing it with his hands, and go like that, and it was just fucking boom. And then that's why I was like, dude, I... 
it's fine. It sounds great. Except for those fucking carnival test your strength mallets that you call hands. Thank you. <laughs> it's a compliment. Actually. Yeah, that is definitely a compliment. Uh, but I do want to talk about um, your ingenious invention <laughs> yeah. that you're going to be patenting yes. soon. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about that after we get yes down this to the beer tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. rating. Okay. Let's see what Critical Band has in store for us. Uh, let's get those smelling notes. So, similar smelling notes to the last. Yes. A lot definitely. of like resin, a lot of fruit. Um, mm-hmm. The color is pretty much identical here. It is. I'm getting a lot less. Um, I'm getting a lot less hot bite and a lot more hop uh, juice. Okay. In this, so it feels that the hop is a bit more forgiving on the palate on this one, just coming off of uh-huh. uh, what the 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 nose is giving me. So I'm expecting a a lot more sweetness and a lot less bitterness out of this one. All right. Let's see what we got here. Cheers. 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 Salud. 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 Okay, that's fucking interesting. It's very soft. Absolutely. On the tongue. The minute it touches your tongue, it's like very soft and just welcoming. There you go. There's. Go ahead. I was like, it's not a thunderclap (laughs) of a a taste. It is not? No. There's a hop in here that I've never experienced. I'm gonna have to look at this label again. It feels a little smoky. Really? Maybe it's just cigarettes I was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Uh, but there's definitely a very aromatic hop here. It's not necessarily on the tongue, but more on the like nasal passages here. Okay, so I see Simcoe Centennial um Denali Citra. But there's that Yukonaut in there. And I'm curious, is the Yukonaut uh, featured in the Orderville as well? No. Uh, oh, it is. It is on the label. It says I Yukonaut. Meant I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think out of all of them, the ones that I'm less familiar with are going to be the Denali and the Yukonaut. Citra, Simcoe, Centennial have been done plenty. Mosaic um, has been done plenty. Of course. But um, but there's a very, very special mark, um, hop character here that is um, kind of jumping out to me. And it does so from the transition from from the front end to the mid palate. Let's get another fucking sip here. It's got like this, um, I don't know, I want to call it like a toffee sweetness, which is very strange to me because that usually comes from the malt. That, that kind of toffee sweetness is usually imparted by a malt, not a hops. Um, I could be totally wrong. This could be a fucking malt uh, flavor that's being featured, but um, I'm getting something very, very different than I've ever had in any other hazy IPA. See, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that like burnt sugar taste, kind mm-hmm. of smoky. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's again very like right at the end of the palate. It's not in the. It's not a front. It's just a very residual aftertaste. Ah no! Do you know what this one's got me fucking perplexed? Really. Um, I don't know if there's a hop that's playing very well with the malt here. I see the golden naked oats on the label, and I, I, I'm going to have to just fucking just shot in the dark, say that there's a hop that's playing very well with that golden naked oat, and that's uh, delivering a very special flavor profile to this hazy IPA. What are you reading this? Fuck it. 
Um, the IBUs on this are fucking low. The, the bitterness is low. It's not as resinous or as sappy, tree sappy, piney as the last one. Um, this one's got a fuckload more juice, a lot more creaminess. Um, just that sweetness is doing really well with that cream. It's kind of mm -hmm. like a sweet cream kind of deal going mm -hmm. on. And um, the juiciness is just out of this fucking world. I love it. This is really refreshing. I've got a 7.5 for this one as well. Yeah, it's going to be a 7.5 for me as well. I'm enjoying the juiciness on this. The ABV is a little lower than the last, but it's still enjoyable. Uh, they're not trying to mask anything here. It's just all hot flavor throughout the whole experience here. God, I really can't talk, can I? <laughs> I think for me, it's going to be an 8 because I love the smoothness to it. It goes down really smooth and easy. It's really good. All right, then let's uh, move on to some topics here. Fuck it. Let's open up for some topics. The rent is too damn high. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. I, yeah, I he, love that he, meme. That's, he makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Uh, there, he's a meme. It's yeah. like this like this black dude with like a gnarly white beard. Definitely like early 1900s late 1800s for look, look. kind of look uh -huh. for sure and Chiseled then mustache beard like a frederick well. douglas for real, yeah dude. definitely yeah, yeah definitely paneling um, those vibes for sure absolutely and and i don't know it was maybe about what is frederick douglas black i think so why does he sound black <laughs> i don't know sorry <laughs> <laughs> was he not a president i'm i am 100 like 100 positive he was white and a president <laughs> for real but he right. sounds like a black guy because in your head okay. he was a black guy right now he, too uh, he automatically was yeah. yeah yeah dude what's the underground railroad lady um she didn't free the slaves no frederick <laughs> douglas was definitely a white guy a negro no he was no no he was definitely a, a black man afro-american an Afro American dude. Oh, he looks like the rent he is too damn high. Yeah. He looks like okay. Let me yeah, let me search rent. <laughs> too damn high. Sorry, too... I didn't mean to derail your topic here immediately. Ah, like the underground. But let's railroad. let's just talk about that for a second. <laughs> I actually had that that thought or just like the train of thought on the drive over ah. here. Okay. Thinking ah, about like the underground railroad. Train of railroad. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Then let's let you uh, but, um, chug along. Definitely uh, thinking about <laughs> how speaking to like our parents or older generations about, you know, especially coming from Hispanic family, they're always like, well, when I was your age, I had a house and I had a this and I had a that. And it's I think it's coming to a point where our parents or like our grandparents are finally realizing like it's impossible to be homeowners it's possible but it's very difficult that there, sure. there's more challenges that are being posed for us for our generation and for other generations to be homeowners and it fucking sucks um i, I heard you say that about like um your previous generation right <laughs> yeah there's there's frederick, there's frederick Douglass reincarnated right there complaining yeah. about less pertinent things that frederick Douglass was talking about right it's too yeah. damn high so I was uh, hearing you talk about how your previous generation is 
is, is talking to you about how at your age I already had your home. Yeah. Um, that sounds like to me or you're, younger. You're actually. probably um, second, third generation, maybe. I, I'm I'm a generation. I just don't know what generation. <laughs> okay, so you oh, don't know who uh, was okay. the first um, people that came generation. to this country. You're second generation. Second generation. So that means that your grandparents were here, and then they had yes. your mother here, and then you were born here. Yes. Okay. All right. So um, I, I I get that actually because that would put them right in line with when fucking buying property was uh fucking reasonable yeah and easy and pay was reasonable too i wouldn't say easy what 2008 collapse was because they were giving loans out to everybody oh i know but i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like the fucking early 1900s that's what i'm talking about when her grandparents were buying property i'm talking about her grandparents i'm not talking about her parents i mean yeah but they were saying that it's it was easy like why aren't you like but when i was your age that's what i just said it was easy over in their time yes okay okay i said it's, it wasn't easy <clears throat> and i said it was easy <laughs> it's easier okay, okay. relatively speaking uh, relatively yeah. speaking we're getting let's not agree let's just disagree just disagree guys <laughs> nah, i don't agree with that fuck that <laughs> okay so uh no 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 uh, that that brings up uh yeah absolutely fucking um pertinent point uh millennials are having a fucking tough time moving out of their fucking house yeah unfortunately we're fucking millennials i really yeah. hate to be i know you know kind of caught up in that i had no say in it no stake i didn't make a fucking choice yeah i just fucking happened to be born in that generation um so no yeah, absolutely and, and what what would you say is um uh, some reasons as to why it is difficult for the millennial generation to become um, homeowners. I think for one, saving money is harder. I mean, a lot of just keeping up with expenses, you know, you figure people who are renters before they're homeowners, the rent is fucking high. And then you have to account for other expenses I mean, I'm a single mo mother, so it's like I have to account for like not only supporting myself, but supporting my daughter. So with that comes other things like food is fucking expensive. Like to close your child is expensive. Like everything's expensive nowadays, you know, and then you end up you end up with like hardly anything and it's just harder to save. So the only means to it's either going back to school and getting working on your education and getting a better degree or just like invent some shit or like an app or just be some kind of entrepreneur or make yeah. soaps and bath bombs you know find sure. any means to to yeah. make money right to me that sounds like a lot of options it's no longer viable <laughs> to just work a nine-to-five job and expect to be a homeowner exactly. right? i think that's the difference yeah, yeah. because that's the difference you nowadays. have to hustle harder 40 years ago it was just like okay i work at the factory nine to five yeah and i can afford a house and to maintain a wife and a family it was simpler it's, and mm. i would say less stressful times um, I, and, and i think we're doing a disservice too because i've heard of many homeowners from your grandparents generations who are probably around the same age range yeah who were legitimately working 16 hours a day they're working fucking yeah. two jobs and some uh, working three jobs. And we're over here complaining about working a fucking eight hour yeah, shift yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, I don't want to do them a disservice like that. I want to yeah. do them dirty because there's a lot of fucking hardworking people. No, you know, some of the totally. people in that generation and even the generation before us, 
I don't know what the fuck they made these motherfuckers out of. Yeah, because I'm real. 31. I got I got trouble getting out of fucking bed, and I'm 31. But see, here's a here's a little trick to the trade. Yeah, at least for my family, knowing uh, like back in the day, it's your grandparents would have kids, and you wonder why your grandmother had 13, 14 for sure. kids. <laughs> for it's sure. like uh, they're the extra hand to fucking help around the house while for I sure. go out and you know do. One so of it's like you're talking. It. Yeah, you're talking about. The your oldest aunts, becomes the yeah exactly your the aunts become figure. the parental figure raising like the youngest ones <clears throat> that's how they managed you know like which is ass backwards logic because it's like oh let's have more kids so we can make ends meet or- um there was also like um a lot less scrutiny on child labor back then so you could probably put those motherfuckers to the coal mines exactly. help out fucking <laughs> yeah. pay your fair share too yeah. you know what i mean stop and complaining and nowadays people fucking yeah. frown upon that kind of shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah. you know i'm not saying put them in the coal mines yeah i'm saying i'm not saying you know put them to the coal mines i'm saying uh go get a job at the fucking lithium uh ion <laughs> mine <laughs> the helium factory. You're <laughs> <laughs> mining for helium. Send them. Send hey, them there's, a the short, moon, there's a shortage. The there's a for shortage helium? in helium. Yes, helium. yes, dude. The moon H3 helium three, bro. That's the fucking biggest resource that of time. Like maybe sometime last year, where there was like a helium shortage. I know what. what like it fuck? was so hard to find. Like Party City was having a rough time because they could not like pull up <laughs> Like it was very, very problems, difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it was very difficult. But you, you figure, you know, helium's used to blow up balloons, but it's also used like in like uh CAT scan machines, right? Or that's right. Yes. So correct. Liquid helium yes. is used on that. So you are right. But it's a. I don't know how we're doing right now with helium. If they found like another batch in some country that they're mining or something, but I don't know how the fuck do you even get helium, dude? The and then M- it's the fucking sun, asshole. It's the fucking moon, Helios. Helium fool. three, Helios. H three, motherfucker. I guess I I never heard of fucking helium on the moon. Oh, you're fucking Whatever. Anyways, yeah, we're sending our kids <laughs> to the helium factory. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But I so, mean, nowadays it's like have you your think kid the talk about straight to no, the moon. No, no. There's came different. From. There's different forms of child labor now. It's just a little bit more like mass. There's a lot of uh, YouTube channel stars that are oh, children. Oh shit! What's that Ryan? Okay. The Ryan kid. He just opens a bunch of fucking toys. A little five year old, right? Yeah. 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 I've seen some of these That's motherfuckers making millions. He makes a lot of money. They're like playing with Legos and fucking. Um, I don't even know. I was gonna try to name a fucking child's toy, and I don't even. I mean, is know. that really child labor though? Like um, playing with toys. It, I mean, it's not as labor intensive. <laughs> it's you're like, exposing your children out to the world. Okay, that's fine. Um, that there's some kind of scrutiny there. Let's not say. forget the fucking sweatshops over in fucking. And let's not let's not forget the well. pedophiles that are watching these kid channels too. Okay, uh, yeah, you know yeah. what? That's actually a very. So thematic you're putting your you're putting your child <laughs> out there for, you know that too that yeah true for sure. true like you know there could i mean be what somebody... are the kids wearing <laughs> <laughs> can he play with the toy cars with his feet <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh no i think i think there's there is a fucking multitude of variables to uh, that that can explain away the the fucking um the the divergence of us being able to or our generation being able to fucking afford 
homes as readily as <clears throat> um as as two generations ago but um there was there was another thing that you had mentioned and i'm not sure if you're going to want to run with that but it was something a lot uh, something about landlords and and you seem to have a very fervent opinion on that uh i guess it just stemmed from like having some agreement with a a meme that i came across and it pretty much uh said that landlords you can't be a landlord and be uh like it's not a job if you're stealing from like people who can barely survive and make a living off of what they're making right so it goes back to that thing it's like you know when rent is 2500 for a month and you still have other expenses and you still have to feed your family like i i don't know where i came across this but it's um like how many families right now during this epidemic who are struggling to feed their families, like just have food on the table because they have to decide, am I going to put food on the table or am I going to pay for rent and like risk being evicted, you know? And that's what a lot of families are facing now. But I, I think that also has to do with like rent being so fucking high and landlords having the sense of control that they can, you know, essentially it, it goes back to that whole thing it's like you're putting the price on it so it's you're deciding how much you <clears throat> charge people for rent i don't know i feel like this meme is kind of stemming or trying to plant the seed in people's head that this like landlord is the enemy and they're trying to victimize people and uh feed off people but i mean at the end of the day it, it's they're really people too yeah, it's really a product of the system that we've developed of fucking lawyering, where yeah. if something is fucked up in the apartment and someone gets hurt, lawsuit. Yeah, you know, people are just begging to look for a fucking yeah. lawsuit. They go to Walmart like, and they trigger slip, happy they fucking... with suing. Exactly. You yeah. have a little bit of fucking asbestos in your fucking yeah. popcorn ceiling and yes. lawsuit, lawsuit, yeah. lawsuit, <laughs> lawsuit. So it's just, it's really an expense of the landlord on their end. Oh, you have insurances. You have people yeah. who have you to have maintain general, the building. General maintenance, correct? Maintenance. General maintenance. Yeah. You know, it's just a fear of lawsuits. It's Property not taxes. Feeding on the uh, impoverished people. It's just you know they're a victim of the circumstances as well just like everybody else's uh i would say that it's very um it's very short-sighted because i i'll agree with osmandias i'll say that um the the problem is is far more deeply rooted and it goes it goes way 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 deeper and further than the person that has their name on the fucking mortgage for that property yeah um, it, it it goes over to the way that things are um the, the way that the system is uh created and um i would i would also i would also venture away from um I, I don't know i don't know how to say this i'd venture away from formulating an opinion on 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 memes i don't know is that like <laughs> no yeah i think what it was it's like i already felt that way and yeah. then it just solidified the way i was feeling and thinking right right you know? right it's just like oh okay yeah i feel that way so i i can relate and then, I mean, that was just the train of thought when we came to talking about that earlier. I mean, I like, see I see that train of thought where it's just like it's kind of feeding off that whole like uh, gentrification thing where yeah. like, you have people with big money moving into poor neighborhoods. Exactly. And outpricing the, the poor property people taxes, and just like moving them out of the neighborhood. Right. But it's just location, location, location. Unfortunately, yeah. you live in a location that has been outpriced by everything else around you. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, you just got a Starbucks on your corner, motherfucker. I Guess know. what? You can't afford to fucking you can't afford to pay your rent because people need their fucking venti latte with fucking caramel, extra caramel. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's fucked up. But uh, I'd say it does go a lot further than the, the landlord. Um, the landlords themselves, I'd say, are fucking victims of circumstance as well as as the rent payers. And it's all fucked up. It really is. It's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same rate, there's um, I think we have a very, very uh, unique perspective and opinion because we live in fucking California, too. Yeah. It's yeah. everything's fucking expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The cost of living here is yeah. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And um, I, I think it goes hand in hand with the amenities that we're fucking provided as well here. Because we um, live next to Hollywood. We live next to fucking everything. Yeah. You want mountain. You want desert. You want ocean. Yeah. You yeah. want forest. You want whatever the fuck California's got it for you. You want yeah. celebrities. You want fucking low life crackheads. We got that shit. <laughs> we got that shit on deck. Whatever you want. California has it. And, and you want seventy thousand homeless people? California's yeah, got that shit got too, that shit, dude. Yeah, we on it, number one. <laughs> so um, I'd say that that um, you know, um, having that perspective, um, fuck, uh, there might be people complaining about that in um, the the other end of this country as well on the East Coast, but you kind of trickle down to the middle of this country, and you have people happily paying a hundred thousand dollars for uh, fucking uh, you know, four bedroom home and um you know maybe wage might be different there as well but it's it it's it's completely uh tied together with location that's what real estate has always been about you know okay can we can we pause absolutely yeah i've never well i have licked an (laughs) asshole um have you licked an asshole yes absolutely i have Yes. Absolutely, yeah. I most have decidedly. too. Yes. Most, most decidedly, yes. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not by accident, like, whoops, my tongue slipped. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's like, like hey, bring it on. Bitch, I'm licking your asshole now. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, turn around. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bring, haven't bring done the turn around right. thing. Bring that shit over here. Mm-hmm. Literally, the shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of redlining in the asshole licking yes, community. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh fucking name. All right, so yeah. um I I did hear you uh, mention redlining before uh you stepped out and um that is a concept that I'm I'm not particularly familiar with. I'd love to explore this topic, but um yeah. it sounds like you are going to be unavailable for that yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, I got a clock out. Wow. Yeah, that's fucked up. I know. What a dick. I know. I don't do <laughs> overtime here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay me enough. I'm telling you, the rent is too damn high. Oh, fucking hey. Well, yeah. I think we can cough up some money. And like, pay you more than you would make. Wow. Tomorrow. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> For the asshole licking. <laughs> that, that Are my claps as annoying as <laughs> that was implied? As Israel's claps? No, no, definitely no? not. No, they're not thunderclaps. Well, either way, um, Clitosaurus, it has been a fucking wonderful time having you here. I know. Um, it's been a while since uh, we've actually all been able to sit and just um hang out and mm-hmm. bullshit so thank you for making the time to come out here in the first place yeah i hope course. we're able to get you out here for a full length episode yes uh sometime in the future but uh unfortunately you got to go lick some assholes i know real quick, i so. do i do <laughs> my baby's calling <laughs> literally he's calling he's like where are you i'm just kidding <laughs> my asshole's getting dry <laughs> this, this ain't gonna lick itself i know exactly <laughs> <laughs> No. 
I mean. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're I'm fucking sorry. welcome. I'm fantasizing <laughs> about what's going to happen in the <laughs> I can't blame yeah. you. Yeah. I can't believe you. All right. Yes. Thanks for making the Thank time to come out here. Um, out to fucking like you. Nope. Anthropos also likes dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we look forward to featuring you once again. Uh, Clitosaurus, everyone. Yes. Thank can you. I, I, love can I just uh, end it on this note? Um, it's modern times. Yes. We're drinking modern times yes. here. Yes. And it's the modern times is to lick That's your boyfriend's up. asshole. Mm, yeah. Pretty much. It is. Yeah. It has been uh, a state. It's a staple now in the dating community. I haven't had my asshole licked. It's it's because you're missing out. Yes, absolutely. Really? Most decidedly, not that? like accidentally. It happened. <laughs> How is that? Uh, it's it's fucking. It's I have one word for it. Yeah. Bomb. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, it'll wow, change your life. Wow, he went back to the early 2000s with that one. <laughs> Bomb. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> 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 all right um yeah. fuck it i'm trying to get you out of here um yes. i'm not i know i know um i respect your time they get the fuck out of here thanks for joining us thanks Peace. for joining us for a couple of beers at the very least I yes. drive safe I and uh, we'll see you on another episode Clitoris. all right all right thank you thank you very much for coming it, thank you it's everyone. a pleasure to see you as always um let's do this again soon to the next okay so we're going to move on. Uh, Let's move on. What's her face is gone? <laughs> Soup face. Soup face. <laughs> Clitosaurus. Yeah. That's what the name she was going with. Clitosaurus is gone. Yes. So we're going to move on to the segment where we talk shit about the guests that just left. <laughs> it's my favorite segment. Yes. <laughs> you know, she's just. Uh. <laughs> it's not like she's going to listen to this shit anyway. <laughs> I mean, maybe to hear the sound of her own voice. Yeah. That's usually what happens with our guests here, right? They listen to the episode they were on. Yeah. Yeah. To, to hear the sound of their own voice and then they realize what they sound like and then they tune out. Right. Then they just fucking close that window. Yes. There you go. I do too all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but we're moving on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Third beer in the lineup. Third man. beer in the lineup. This is a star cloud from Modern Times Brewing Company. Employee beer owned something 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 hazy citra ipa god damn there's too much pressure now to fucking uh, read this correctly go. she did she did a good job she dude. did a good job yeah there is simply no way to adequately prepare your taste receptors for the jaw-dropping deluge of flavor contained herein packed with financially irresponsible amounts that's nice uh financially <laughs> irresponsible amounts of incredibly choice citra, cashmere, Motique, whatever. Motica. Mot that's Motica? Yeah. There's a U there. I know. <laughs> and Centennial Hops. This hazy IP is a miraculously tasty juice bomb. Replete? Replete. Mm, what does that mean? I don't know. Replete with notes of tangerine, lime, Citrus and tropical ooh, ooh, magic. Ooh. It's seriously excellent combo that may leave you in an intense desire to high five the can. I'm gonna imagine that replete replete means immense. Yeah, yeah, like um, 
like jam packed. There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Replete. Let's go ahead and look it up. Okay. Yeah, I mean the opposite of deplete. Hey, there you go. Replete. Ah, no shit. It's an antonym to deplete. There you go. Replete. To pleat again. Perfect. (laughs) Instead of to unpleat. Filled or well supplied. Perfect. There you go. Very full or sated. Anthropos, you are a replete human being. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You got here. Let's do the damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Oh, and slushy here. Oh, you got a slushy? Lucky. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I don't mind that shit right now. Oh, fucking A. This is the first episode that we've actually had a fucking air conditioner in here. I know. Just And we can't run it during the goddamn recording because it's too fucking loud. It's just fucking teasing us over there. We've worked way too hard with the impeccable audio quality here. <laughs> Brought to you by Wasted Content to 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 punish you with that fucking just uh yeah with that hum. So we ain't trying to do that. We're bearing the fucking desert heat in this fucking studio so that we could bring you audio fidelity. We can bring you a replete of audio. A replete of audio. <laughs> Not sure that's how you use it, but you know what? No, let's replete that statement. <laughs> Alrighty, fuck it. We just got the beer poured out. Um, let's go ahead and fucking see what we got here. Let's do it. Okay, so this is looking a little similar, except it has a bit more of a creamier golden yellowish look to it. So the previous two, the um fuck, what the fuck were they called? Uh one of them was the uh Fucking, uh, dude, I'm totally spacing yeah, out. Yeah, I'm spacing out on these. <laughs> well, the, the previous two from yeah. Modern Times, they've looked a lot more amber. This still looks very hazy. It still look, looks like we have a lot of oats involved here. And it's def- definitely letting me know that we're in for some creamy, uh, hazy IPA fucking wonderfulness. But it looks a bit lighter on, on the color. It's got a little bit more of like a yellowish cream tinge to it. And uh, at 6.8 ABV, um, fucking respectable, man. It's not bad. No, at, at all. all. Let's get some smelling notes on this, on the star cloud. Mm-hmm. Okay. So on this one, I'm actually able to call out what I'm experiencing here. I'm I'm getting a lot of pineapple right on the nose. There's a There's a... A boatload of pineapple and and i also i think that goes it plays along to what they're talking about an irresponsible amount of this um there's a fuckload of tropical juiciness um with with the nose i'm getting pineapple and i'm getting apricots definitely definitely a stone fruit presence Mm -hmm. and what's funny about this is since it was citra i expected more citrus and I'm definitely getting a lot more citrus, but not to where it's like lemon or orange or tangerine no. or anything on that end. Um, it's more of that pineapple citrus uh, character that I'm getting from this. Yeah, this definitely looks a lot more creamy than like you were saying. Uh, it's 
Does it have oats like the last ones? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Let's see. Let's look back <clears throat> on that label. Two row, uh, two row malt white wheat flaked oats. There it is. And carafoam, whatever the fuck that is. But yeah, there's a there's a big oat presence just on looking at this beer. I do like that they're calling out their malts here because um because of that I'm expecting some creaminess, a little bit more delicate sweetness to it uh than the previous ones we had today. Yeah, I, I'm 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 very much respecting that they're able to just fucking slap that shit on their label. These are the hops featured, these are the malts featured. Yep. A lot of times a fucking brewer is just gonna give you their can, they're gonna put some fucking pretty pictures on it, and then they're gonna go, here, enjoy. But they're not really going to tell you what the fuck is going on behind the scenes. Modern Times gets you a fucking VIP pass backstage <laughs> and tells you and, and, you know, gets you into that fucking into that barrel room. Yep. Where they have all of their ingredients. And I think that's fucking that's ballsy of them because it's like fucking come at me. Fucking try to match what we're featuring. I'm telling you what we're doing. And um, I mean, they've been a fucking they, they've been uh, a prominent uh, figure in the craft brewing community in the west coast brewing scene for a long time now and i think this is exactly how you fucking do it you tell everybody this is what we do this is how we fucking do it and we do it fucking well let's see what we got here let's do the damn thing cheers brother cheers oh yeah beautiful beautiful It's creamy. It's creamy as fuck, and it's, it's giving this a very light body to it. Uh, despite its appearance, it's fucking delectable here. It feels like it's got a lot of weight behind it, too. I'm feeling in this mug, yep. and it feels heavy. And, and I'm going to have to say that that's because of the oats playing into this. There's a fuckload of creaminess to this, but I'd say notably is that is that pineapple stone fruit presence too? Yep. There's a very delicate sweetness. It's not overpowering, but it's it's prominent. And um, they fucking hate, dude. Star Cloud. If you like hazies, this is gonna be a fucking winner in your book. Mm -mm -mm. The texture of it really fucking drives it home. It's everything that you'd want. From a double or triple hazy IPA, it, it's just got this big fucking creaminess to the fucking uh, to the uh, character of the beer, to the texture of it, and um, everything. All all the juicy notes featured here are tamed. There's absolutely no bitterness to speak of. There's no resin. There's no stickiness to it. This is a fucking wonderful New England um, East Coast style hazy IPA done by a west coast brewer this is an incredible flex from modern times here um they're showcasing their hops and their malts simultaneously here and it's come together really fucking well Be like you were saying there's no resin there's no stickiness it's just bringing for forward the fruitiness and the malty sweetness from it um and that creamy fucking texture has this like light effervescence really really tight bubbles to taste which is fucking incredible here. I'm about ready to rate this. What do you got? 
for Modern Time Star Cloud Hazy Citra IPA at 6.8 ABV, I have an 8. This is absolutely much better than the last two showings that we've had um, for for its own um, accord. I think what goes into the difference between a 7.5 and an 8 on a, on a personal level is when the Hazies came around, I fucking became a fan. Because before then, I was fucking, you know, talking smack about all these fucking sap liquors and, <laughs> and these fucking people fucking, uh, you know, hugging pine trees and fucking making out with them. All these hop heads <laughs> and, and that resinous shit. Hey, it's got a place in the industry, but it never was particularly like my fucking style. It wasn't my preference. Right. So on the first two where you have that hot bite to it, it's a wonderful fucking beer. It's a hazy, of course, it all on its own. But this one definitely fucking portrays that beautiful, smooth, creamy, juicy sweetness that you'd expect from a traditional hazy style IPA. Absolutely. It's it's fucking lovely to fucking see a hop that's not bitter. And it's really showcased in this beer here. Um, because when you think hops, you think bitter, sappy, resin taste. But Modern Times has done something, has done something truly incredible here um nate for me as well nice okay you know what i've actually been and 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 i'm gonna say i i'm on to you modern times there's a wonderful fucking amount of dry hop that comes into this and you guys don't boast about it on your label but i'm gonna call you out <laughs> i know that you're dry hopping this motherfucker to get this much hop flavor into it without that fucking resinous bite and that stickiness i know you're doing that you have to do it also, of course, you have to play with your malts. Your, I'm, I'm sorry, your oats, uh, in order to get this texture. So you're doing all of that. Um, I want to tell you about this one fucking guy that I've just been trying to get him. I, I, I feel fucking terrible for saying this because a year ago me would have kicked my ass for saying this. I've been really trying to get this guy to come over the hazy, uh, to the hazy IPA side. So this cat is different. This cat drinks Belgians. And he refuses to drink anything else. So when it comes to Belgians, this guy knows his shit. I try to test him on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Belgians. Okay, hey, you know what? What do you drink then? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I fucking like Devel. I Ooh. like fucking uh, Unibrew. I like fucking um, Lef. <clears throat> uh, these are the fucking uh, things that I, I drink prankster. And and he's like naming off a bunch and of Belgian kings, yeah, dude, dude for sure. Uh, just very fucking prominent Belgian beers that are widely renowned worldwide. Mm -hmm. And he's he's all about that. And he some totally, delirium in there. He has he's he loves delirium. I, I also try to test him on. Do you know what delirium tremens is? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And it's kind of fucked up that they would name a beer after that. <laughs> So just with that response, <laughs> I knew he knew what the fuck he was talking about, too. I was like, fucking damn, I thought I had a gotcha moment. Yep. But he knew what the, what it was. He was like, yeah, dude, it's fucking alcohol withdrawal and hallucinations that come with it. God and damn. that's why they have a pink elephant on the label. Jeez. I'm like, dude, all right. I can't fuck with this guy. All right. <laughs> I can't fuck with him because he knows what he's talking about when it comes to Belgians. And actually, he uh, inspires me. To get us a little bit more on that side too, okay. Because that's something that we haven't really explored too much. Um, we've been all caught up in so many things that the U.S. craft beer market is doing that we've completely shut down a whole part of the 
mm. world. I've had some double Belgiums, which are fucking incredible, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got some Abbeys. You got some fucking doubles. You got some triples. You got some quads. And all of these are just fucking awesome. If you enjoy the style, of course. I mean, fucking to each his own. But there's a lot of beautiful fucking beers to explore on that side, too. And I feel like we haven't done that side justice. So I'd like to kind of just say now that we're going to start to introduce these uh, moving forward. Uh, we actually have a lineup of them sitting in our reserves that are just waiting for that perfect occasion to kind of transition into Beautiful. it. So we'll start seeing a little bit more of these. But as much as I want to fucking jump over to that side, I want this guy to test the waters over on our side as well. And I'm just like, look, IPAs. He almost fucking retched. He, he <laughs> almost fucking uh, completely fucking vomited in front of me when I was just like, let me talk to you about IPAs, man. Like, oh, and, you're one of those people, huh? <laughs> yeah, totally. And I get where he's you're coming from. one of those from. fucking casuals that goes to fucking <laughs> breweries and they're fucking lapeling your fucking curled up mustache, huh? No shit, dude. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is a lapel? I don't know. I think it's like something like around your like neck okay it sounded Something right like i don't that. know uh, <laughs> uh you're, you're like he totally pegged me for one of these people and it's like no no no, you don't understand dude i used to talk shit about ipas all the fucking time you don't understand i was like look there's been a there's a beer that i've been just on for months on end and i haven't been able to get enough of it i still i just i want that fucking beer right now i want that beer all the fucking time i it's that fucking beer that they talk about in fucking beer fest where it's like, I want to fucking freeze it in the winter and skate on it, melt it in the summer and drink it. And it's Sierra Nevada's hazy little thing. I just can't shut the fuck up about shout this Shout out beer. to Sierra Nevada. <laughs> For real, dude. I cannot shut the fuck up about it. It's That's incredible because we have, we have had and featured their trip on the woods, trip in the woods. Oh my God. Oh, Fuck. And you can't shut the fuck up about the <laughs> hazy little thing, huh? It's just, I can have it all day, every day. It is nice. It's the, a nice crushable beer for sure. Exactly. Yes, it's yeah. totally crushable. You can have it back to back. You could fucking just any fucking, anytime. It's so sweet. And it's and it's everything that uh, when you hear IPA, it's everything that APA, IPAs are not. So I don't think that he's ever even ventured out to the hazy side. And I'm trying to get this guy on it. I think I've been working on it for like about a month now. And he still hasn't come around to it. He's like, look, I've seen it on the shelf. And I pick it up. And then my stomach just turns as soon as I, as soon as I even consider buying it. <laughs> and he's like, it's going to be one of those that I just fucking pour down the drain. Whoa. And I'm like, no, dude, you just got to fucking try it. You just have to try it. I'm about this fucking close to just fucking like buying a tall can of it ambushing this motherfucker opening his goddamn mouth and shoving the can down his throat that's how badly i want him to try it but um hey you know what like i said a palate is a palate everybody has their fucking taste but the whole fucking movement is about exploring different styles yeah yeah you can't really i don't know i think if there's one thing we'll learn here is just we you can't really stick to one style here um, because everything has something different to offer to your palate. <clears throat> because prior to this, we were just like all about stouts and porters. Right. That's it. Staunch. I, I thought this was going to be a stouts and porter podcast. Right. Yeah. And then 
we started featuring IPAs and we started developing the palette and distinguishing different notes, different hops, different uh, oats and all this bullshit that they're offering here. And you honestly start to grow to love this shit. Yeah. Um, so. Or appreciate it. Appreciate it. At the it. very least. Yeah. Um, I think he needs to open his palate and I think you need to open his palate and shove that beard down his fucking throat until he <laughs> fucking loves it. <laughs> so basketball is back. The NBA is back. It's fucking good to have sports back, dude. Right? What the fuck? Yeah. Man? It's good to have sports back and then being tarnished by a fucking political movement. Oh, fuck. Here we go again. I mean, God damn it. I really hate the fact that this is being politicized, but black lives matter. Yeah. Black lives matter. Yeah, LeBron man. James truly cares about black lives and all this other fucking lives. guy. Yeah. You know, we, we just had a discussion with the fucking uh, close friend, Anakin, mm. about politicizing. Things. Yeah. And it's just that you can't fucking help yourself, can you? No. You can't fucking help yourself. No, 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 no. They, they, they can't. They can't. It's just triggered. Yeah, yeah. Here we fucking go. Fucking emotional response. Oh. Yeah. So let me let me tell you what triggered me this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Lakers are playing. Uh, whoever the fuck. It doesn't really fucking matter at this point. But a national anthem comes up. All of the Lakers are kneeling. Plain Sacramento. Sorry. A little Nakers. Nakers. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was a little oh, close. Oh. That was a little close. All the Lakers. All the Nakers. All the Nakers. <laughs> Whoops. I see where that slip you came gotta, from, from that fucking guy <laughs> on the fucking news. You know? You got you to gotta say it with a soft R. All, that, all the Nakers. All the Nakers. <laughs> Fuck. All the Lakers. The Lakers are playing Sacramento. National Anthem comes up. They're all kneeling and all wearing a t-shirt that says Black Lives Matter. Okay, here we go. And that that's fine. You know, most of them, 98% of them are black. That's fine. I get it. But you can't, you, you can't do this. You can't, you can't fucking. <gasps> oh, sorry. LeBron James specifically. Was talking shit about the protesters in fucking Hong Kong. And how they should not fucking be concerned with other people's lives. Because we're just here to play basketball. And that's what we're here to fucking do. No shit. Yeah. But now all of a fucking sudden you want to be fucking Black Lives Matters. Because it's giving you fucking brownie points. And giving bringing your fucking stock up fucking higher. Not only that. It, it, it directly affects you now. Of course. How do you like it? It fucking directly affects you now. Hey, the the Chinese market is very important. We make a lot of money there. Forget the fucking freedom there. Forget the Chinese fucking people. It's about fucking money. We're just here to play basketball. In his fucking words, we're just here to play basketball. <laughs> it's not political. It's not anti-Chinese government. It's not pro-Chinese government. We're just here to play basketball. But now you want to fucking come out to the fucking court with the fucking Black Lives Matter t-shirt kneeling in the fucking national anthem and taking a fucking stance. Fuck you, you fucking hypocrite motherfucker. There you go. That's the word. Fuck you. You don't care about the fucking Chinese people. You don't care about shit. All you care about is your fucking pocket and how the fuck it's affected. 
stupid motherfuckers. Dude, you're fucking leaving your fucking your your audience and your fans. Um, you're you're hanging them out to dry. Anybody else that fucking supported you for your previous statements, hanging them out to dry. Yep. Like, dude, like who the fuck are, am I James Worthy now? <laughs> stupid. 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 But everything's fucking politicized now. Every fucking step you fucking take is politicized. If you go into fucking Chick-fil-A, you're anti-gay. <laughs> you go to Hobby Lobby, you're at, you're anti-abort or you're for abortion. You're pro-life. You're yeah, no, you're pro-life. Yeah, that's pro-life. Yeah. It's so fucking hard to keep up with this. What I'm f- just trying to fucking shop for fucking arts and crafts, the motherfucker. Fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck out of here. With I just want fucking- a fucking chicken sandwich. Ugh. <laughs> you fucking disgust me, LeBron James. What the fuck is wrong with you? The fucking millions of people under a fucking tyrannical fucking rule. That's not important. No, no, no. No, some fucking random fucking black guy that kind of looks like you. Is killed by one fucking cop and now the fucking world is on fucking fire. Yeah, yeah. It directly impacts you. Now you fucking able to flip it over. It's unfortunate. It really is. And uh, you know, we make a lot of fucking jokes here. We we fucking we talk shit and we bullshit and, and we make a lot of um outlandish statements. We fucking do some fucking shock value here. And I really do hope that it does come across as in as as it's intended. Because that's really where the fucking importance lies. The importance on um, any fucking dialogue is its intent. Right. And if if um it may, if I haven't done a fucking great job, a lot of the fucking sensationalist things that come out of my fucking mouth, specifically when it comes to this fucking topic, is sensationalist and is meant is intended for fucking shock value and humor. Absolutely, dude. The fucking joke is the absurdity of the fucking statement. Every fucking joke needs one exaggeration. That's how jokes are crafted. Exactly. That is how fucking jokes are crafted. That is humor. That is comedy. And if you... Dude, it's becoming so fucking difficult to get that point across in today's culture. In today's fucking safe space culture. So... Uh, I, I want to fucking I want to kind of just fucking piggyback off of that. Go ahead. Um, I've recently uh, uh, experienced something where I found myself in the crux of the of of being in a position where the intention wasn't comedy. It was in a professional environment, and um, I mean, quite frankly, I I have my fill here. This is my outlet for any kind of fucking. Uh, any kind of statement that's going to be um, outlandish and fucking far-reaching and exaggerated, I have my platform here. I am not going to fucking bring that into a fucking professional environment because it's work, assholes. Because you're expected, there's an expectation for you to leave your fucking political views, your fucking religious views. There's so many fucking things where it's expected for you to fucking hang that at the door walk into your fucking profession, do your goddamn job, get the fuck out, and then do whatever the fuck else that you wanted to do out there. I know that in today's uh, society, there's also been a fucking reach to fuck you over for any of your beliefs outside of your work environment, and then that causes you fucking losing your livelihood. I know that there's that. I know that there's a cancel culture. I I fucking hate that shit. But if I'm taking a fucking reasonable stance on it, clock in, clock out, once you're out there, do whatever the fuck you want to. When you're here, there's a fucking expectation. God damn it, dude. I don't know. 
that's one third of your fucking life though how are you expected not to be to hold your own opinions in the place where you spend a third of your life at there's a certain level of expectation man and it it doesn't even fucking uh, it doesn't even fucking um funnel down to these things that you can be opinionated about there's a certain level of expectation for you for your performance uh, on on your fucking task too like a fucking just your general fucking attitude you have any fucking problems leave that check that shit out at your fuck at the door it's easier said than done we all have fucking a, a, a fucking multitude of personal issues to fucking deal with and it's difficult to not bring that not let it bleed into your professional environment it's difficult but if you're a fucking sane, structured fucking individual and you give a fuck about your livelihood, mm. then you're going to leave that shit right at the fucking door. I don't know, I'm going to quote Medusa on this, but common sense isn't common. For sure. You're expecting people to act accordingly sure. to your expectations and right. people will not do that. They don't. So, time and time again, they don't. Uh, specifically in professionalism, there's... What the fuck does professionalism mean? It changes every fucking day. Like, fucking... 20 years ago, we were expected to just fucking clock in, clock out. Uh, you're a, I'm sorry, 40 years ago. Uh, you're expected to clock in, clock out. Fucking, you're a male. That's People are the fucking breadwinners. You're supporting a fucking family, supporting a wife and yeah, kids at sure. home. You get to slap some ass real quick in the office. Fucking fuck around with the secretaries. <laughs> and you drink, drink a little whiskey. You have a cigar. <laughs> yeah, so that changes accordingly to the fucking times for sure people aren't allowed to fucking drink at work anymore people aren't allowed to fuck around at work anymore because you're not sexual harassment lawsuits because of fucking this and that because fucking rules change every fucking day so what the fuck does professionalism even fucking mean there's no fucking professionalism you can act whatever you're fucking feeling like every fucking day i i I suppose that's that's a fair point but um uh, let's move let i guess um being on on the um counter of that statement it really does kind of make me if i feel that i've spoken myself into a corner and i'm gonna fucking try to dodge out of that corner just be reasonable just be a fucking reasonable human being i guess that comes into common sense too right yeah it does like reason is just it's far and few between that you find people who are reasonable yeah everyone else is just very acts on emotion and reaction everyone else is reactionary uh there's no pragmatism there's no thought there's no there's no thought actually it's just reactionary um what you says offends me what you think offends me so i'm not comfortable and i'm supposed i'm allowed to be comfortable i have the right to be comfortable yeah that's dangerous workplace that's dangerous as well yeah yeah for sure like just because you feel uncomfortable doesn't mean that your opinion is right and you shouldn't have to be uncomfortable in your workplace for sure I, I think I, I think that's what makes it difficult to maintain uh, uh, stasis in the work environment. I think that's really where um, the difficulty comes in because you not only have to fucking account for the people that are going to be unreasonable and um, fucking offensive, and then you also have to account for the people that are just going to take fucking issue with anything, right. with any fucking attention that is uh, brought upon them that they feel is uh in their opinion uh fucking offensive so it's really difficult it's it homeostasis is a fucking working fucking platform in today's 
uh, working um, culture. So what's the middle ground here? What What is homo- homeostasis to you? That shit sucks, dude, because I, I think just having this conversation makes me identify how difficult that is. Uh, I'm going to share this with you, and um, I would like to hear your opinion on whether this is homeostasis, on whether this is reasonable, okay? So this is something out of my workplace, and uh, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to delve um, too deep into details, but um, one person that um that's a direct report found um a few things that could have been misinterpreted previously from a general area that they were working in and of course we have to document it but it's it's within reason to question whether um it was intended to be offensive or it was just um fucking uh how can i say this um uh, how can i say this i i i'm at a i'm i'm, I'm not uh, yeah. i'm at a loss for words for Let, let's say but. for fucking argument's sake you you work in a cafeteria and somebody found an eggplant on one of your direct response people who yeah, yeah, happen, sure. to, happen to be black so the eggplant is really uh symbolic of uh large penises <laughs> On the, in the <laughs> community sure. okay. so you know it's a very direct yeah very very direct and it but could also just be, very ambiguous and it could be just fucking uh unintentional and it could just be misinterpreted right and it could just be a co- coincidence yes it could just be coincidental i guess that's a word i'm fucking struggling to come up with but um now there has been another fucking event where there was very blatantly uh fucking just a thing that said bin and it said b-i-m and uh, b-i-n in capital letters and you could see that it had been altered to read b-l-m and uh, i'm not going to put it more into any context like i'm saying i'm trying to keep this very ambiguous but in the context that it was where it was written and how it was written and just the general fucking way that it was presented was in a very offensive manner. In a very offensive manner. You could tell somebody added the little leg to the I to make it an L. You could tell someone add, added the other leg to the N to make it an M. And the way that it presented itself was absolutely offensive. It was no question about it. The context, the intention of it was offensive. Right. And, um, I, you know, fucking we documented it. And I said, hey, if there's a pattern, then we can file grievance on this. Because at this point, the first thing that could have been coincidental can be completely tied to this. This this leaves very little to imagine that it is um, intended as like no harm. The context of it was very fucking offensive. So it was fucked up because we make a lot of fucking stupid jokes here. We make a lot of fucking stupid fucking jokes often, and I hope that uh, the listener is able to identify that there is an intent, and there and and specifically, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm going to allow you to speak for yourself. My intent is comedy. It's humor. I want to make light of a situation that is so fucking heavy in today's culture. I want to bring. I want to bring fucking laughter to a subject 
that is under such scrutiny that it brings people fucking pain and suffering. That is my intention. And, and whether that's viewed as offensive, and it will be. Whether, whether you're searching for hypocrisy and hatred in it, it will be, maybe. If you can fucking uh, frame it that way, hey, you can. But I am telling you, it is fucking completely on the intention of making light of a situation and bringing humor. Because um, I've said this plenty of times, if I didn't fucking laugh, I'd cry. <laughs> if I didn't fucking laugh, I would cry. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Like, I'm going to roll off what you said. It's, it's, it is about intention. And I think our intent here is to try to fucking make people laugh and make light of absurdity. Right. Uh, because Correct. at the end of the day, uh, we talk shit about black people. We talk shit about trans people. We talk shit about Latinos. We talk shit about white people. Whatever the fuck it is, we're going to talk shit because it's so absurd. Like, these stances that people take, specifically racist people take, is just fucking born out of fucking ignorance yes and that's the one and there's that's the dangerous one fucking humor in ignorance and it's a beautiful fucking (laughs) yeah it's 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 an ugly thing for sure yeah but it's all there's beauty in it where we can fucking laugh at how fucking stupid these motherfuckers are (laughs) correct and that's what we're fucking doing here we're not fucking actually making fun of black people we're making fun of the fucking stupid absurd statements that fucking racist people fucking say right whether it be about black people, whether it be about fucking Latinos or whatever the fuck it is, it's just absurdity, and we're we're taking it up a fucking notch. Just like that's, ah, that's this all. Is, is. This is what it is, and this is what fucking dumbass motherfuckers think. But that's not our train of thought. It's just this is funny. Yeah, like this statement is funny on its own. I, I'll tell you this much: within my own family, I have witnessed um fucking palpable, palatable racism. And it's, it's, um, it's unsavory. Yes. You know, it just kind of makes me fucking cringe. Yeah. Because you look at this person, you're like, damn, you actually truly believe that. Right. And your intention is hatred. There is something very fucking, um, unattractive about that. There definitely is. And, and, uh, and, and. You know, there's there's times where uh, the statements that I make specifically could be viewed as such, and I'm not trying to fucking backtrack or anything, any kind of bullshit like that. I'm just telling you what the fuck it is. Anytime that I fucking made a statement like that, it is followed by fucking a laugh, a laugh from me. Yep. Whether you fucking laugh or not is up to you, but it is followed by laughter. It is said with a fucking shit-eating grin. Because I'm trying to fucking be a troll or whatever the fuck. But it's just shining a light on absurdity. It is making an exaggeration. Because that's how jokes are formulated. That is how humor and comedy is formulated. That's the fucking formula. And then, I mean, fuck, if I got it all wrong, then hey, tell me as much. (laughs) You know, hey, fucking, I'm willing to fucking uh, hear the comments. Tell me exactly how fucking ignorant I am on constructing a goddamn fucking outlandish joke. I'm open to it. But when you have uh, when you have an example of something that is blatantly with hatred in their hearts. It's disgusting. It is. It is. It's disgusting <laughs> and you can't help but fucking empathize with the person that is actually feeling that fucking hatred yeah. towards them. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. And um 
this this individual that had to unfortunately be placed in the situation there's only one thing that i could say in in an attempt to um offer him solace and consolation in it and i said we cannot control the actions of others the only thing that we can control is how we react to them and uh when you're presented with such fucking accosting ignorance for you to be able to fucking just say, you know what? I need fucking 10 or 15 minutes to step away from the situation and I'm going to come back and complete my task. It's, 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 um, it's admirable. Yeah. It's admirable because if, if I was on the brunt end, I mean, um, I don't know about the 15 minutes. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. <dude. laughs> All right, 10 minutes. You were right. beat the fuck up. <laughs> we just saw some words. <laughs> here you go. That were highly offensive. Here you go. Here you supposedly. Go. This is how we do it. And now you're just fucking, oh my God. Oh, I, I need 15, 15 minutes. minutes to collect my thoughts. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 10 minutes is more than enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely post this about this on social media and under. Well under 15 minutes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> to get your fucking little clout. You're yeah. good. See, dude, that that's what this is what it's about, man. <laughs> but um I couldn't I couldn't help but fucking just um, you know, kind of um uh, admire someone that's uh at the brunt end of something that's hateful and then just able to fucking just take a fucking second and then goddamn I'm gonna continue on my fucking uh, on my on my on my assignment i'm gonna be a professional yeah and i'm gonna do what is expected of me even though i've just been presented with it it's admirable that he didn't fucking milk it it's yeah. admirable that it wasn't yeah. like oh my god like i'm so fucking hurt i'm a victim of this fucking yeah. culture and just yeah. milk the shit out of this fucking situation because you can and uh, nowadays now you, you can, can for sure nowadays you can i don't understand where the fuck this is coming from honestly like all this fucking <laughs> like oh god dude you were like oh i i i i'm i'm too fucking stupid to articulate what the fuck i'm thinking but it's fucking ridiculous the way that people are fucking acting nowadays where it's just they're quick to be offended and quick to be offended for other people as well yeah there's always gonna be a fucking onslaught of people willing to take advantage of anything right there's an abundance how are, of those how as this fucking society have we given these people fucking power it's fucking ridiculous in the fucking state of the the state ridiculous the state that we've come to where we've given these people fucking power i understand that social media and the internet has given everyone a fucking voice but it's fucking absurdity is what it is i i also recognize that ultimately homeostasis is absurd as well um because it, it really does seem like every overcorrection has a um equal dude uh it's physics it's physics at play demonstrated by fucking culture and societal um fucking processes um a fucking um what is it? Uh, uh, an object in motion will remain in motion uh, unless it's met with a fucking uh, force equal or greater to it. Mm -hmm. It's oh, it's overcorrection 
on top of overcorrection on top of overcorrection over and over and over again. And we just can't seem to find a middle ground. It's just swing this way and swing that way. It's too far this way. It's too far that way. Every fucking time. It's a fucking tailspin. It's a goddamn tailspin. And it's it's fucked. It's fucked. You know? I, I don't know what the fucking solution to this is. I really fucking don't. And I, I wish I was smart enough to figure out a fucking tangible solution for this. Because there's... How do you cure stupidity? Right. How do you cure ignorance? How do you cure ignorance? How do you cure hatred? Exactly. Yeah. You you can't. There's no substantial way of convincing someone on your point of view. There's no no way you can talk to someone into common sense. You got to beat it the fuck into them. <laughs> the beatings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucked, dude. Isn't I hate, it? I hate hearing that because it makes me feel like, no, no, we're better than that. We're not. Fuck, obviously. We're not. Demonstrably we're so. Not. We've let the fucking stupid people take fucking control and they're fucking running amok because they are the fucking majority of this fucking nation. We're surrounded by fucking idiots is what we're fucking surrounded by. God damn it. You know what? This plague wasn't successful enough. No, it was enough. not. What is it, like 1.5% death rate? Yeah. You know what? Not successful enough. Not, Not good enough. I'm going to take a fucking chapter out of our Japanese partners. <laughs> Not good enough. Not Coronavirus. You haven't gotten rid of enough fucking stupid people. That's always followed by a slap in the face. Though. <laughs> so who are you slapping in the fucking face after? Not good enough. <laughs> I don't know, man. Line them up. <laughs> it, it, it truly fucking isn't. It's gotten rid of... I feel like... I don't know. I, I I quote this fucking show too fucking much, but The Office. So uh, Jim and Pam are off on their fucking vacation as Oscar left, and there's some like fucking bullshit going on in The Office, and he says the coalition for reason is gone. <laughs> uh, this guy has checked out mentally. These people, these other two people are gone, so everyone is just running a fucking muck here. Who the fuck are we missing? What the fuck is missing in this fucking world? That we don't listen to fucking scientists anymore. You know that's it's a fucking it's a it's politicized to go one way or the other on fucking scientific fucking fact, on fucking evidence that people are fucking providing. These people fucking go to fucking school for fucking twelve plus years studying the fucking environment, but no, that's politicized. Goddamn stupid motherfuckers! It starts off with fucking. Any fucking scientific stuff, uh, nutrition, environment, whatever the fuck you want to fucking believe in, we're forced fed these ideas of. God damn it! It's it's fucking incredible to fucking see. Like it, the the people who are feeding you the lies are telling you that other people are feeding you lies, and you're buying everything. What the fuck is the solution here? common sense get the fuck out of here there is no fucking common sense people are too fucking stupid and too fucking self-involved and too 
fucking surrounded by people who fucking think just like them. I don't know anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I am not made for this fucking time. I think we've gotten to that point where the conversation gets so depressing. Yep. <laughs> that we need a fucking beer. <laughs> Every fucking conversation here is fucking depressing. <laughs> It's amazing that we're able to retain any fucking listeners at this point. <laughs> Dude, if we're contributing to your alcoholism, then all I have to say is... Contribute to contribute our Patreon. Contribute to our Patreon, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, send us some, some of that love your way. If we're contributing to you and your general fucking um, you know, uh, need to stay latched on to your chains of depression, then... <laughs> And hey, well, we deserve a little bit of love too, yeah. right? So, <laughs> fourth beer in the lineup. This is a special release from modern times. This is Deeds and Exploits. This is a blended strong ale aged in bourbon barrels with coffee and vanilla. We got markers here on the front of the label. It says Decadent Barrel Age Cuvee. I don't know what the fuck that is. Cuvee. It's French. I could I could guess that, but um, you know I'm 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 really fucking excited to have a strong ale. Uh, the last strong ale was just so happened to be uh, world class and world renowned mm -hmm. and super fucking exclusive. You know, just happened to be the mo the most expensive beer in the world. Yeah, um, typical so of us. <laughs> a little braggadocious, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> guilty. <laughs> so let's see what this strong ale has in store for us. I'm imagining this is going to be just a fucking wonderful way to finish off a Modern Times lineup. It says, Deeds and Exploits, Blended Strong Ale Asian Bourbon Barrels, Coffee and Vanilla. Uh, we have SRM 30 Black. So SRM is going to be the the like visually what it looks like. So we had the five over on the Hazy IPAs, okay. which was light. We have 30, just black. Um, I'm glad that we haven't started describing people with SRMs. Uh, IBU, 45. <sighs> hey, you know what? We could describe people in IBUs, too. Yes. <laughs> in the bitterness unit. <laughs> yep. Final gravity. Hey, I would hate to be on that end of description. <laughs> <laughs> Final gravity. It says vanilla, bourbon-conditioned coffee beans, adjuncts. This mind-blowingly decadent flavor fiesta is a blend of bourbon barrel-aged strong ales, which we subsequently lavished with massive amounts of vanilla and bourbon-conditioned coffee. The result is a shockingly tasty, tasty uh, amalgam of bourbons, oak, dessert flavors, underscored by a subtle fruit character that brings the whole thing home in an incredibly satisfying fashion if you let this warm up to about 55 degrees before you drink it you'll be very glad you did i don't know about you but uh warm up to 55 degrees sounds like a challenge because i think it's already there and well past that in this fucking weather let's fucking pop this motherfucker open let's see what modern times has in store for us with a strong ale i i also see that they're talking about bourbon barrel conditioned uh coffee beans this is something that modern times has been featuring for quite some time 
I, I do recall distinctly about seven to eight years ago, there was a, a fucking coffee beans packaged by Modern Times. And if I'm not mistaken, it was Mastra Coffee. <sighs> Love that Mastra Coffee, dude. Right? Holy shit. So they took some Mastra Coffee beans, filled up a fucking bourbon barrel with them. Get the fuck out. Aged the coffee beans in bourbon barrels. Like, when the fuck have you ever heard um, anybody doing something like that? This is just so fucking avant-garde. It's just so fucking detailed to the craft where, you, where you're going to impart um, any ingredients of the beer with the flavor profile that you wish to fucking get on the other end. So Modern Times is going to give us a taste at what those coffee beans uh, came out to in the deeds and exploits. Let's pop this motherfucker open. Let's see what we got. Jesus fuck. Already. Jesus fuck. I haven't even brought it to my nose. This is already fucking grabbing me my, by the goddamn nose hairs <laughs> and pulling me towards the mug. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. 14.3 ABV. Fuck, this is, this is just the fucking... This is just modern times hinchando los huevos and showing us exactly how much they can accomplish with their craft the smell the smell the smell there is so much spirit left over in those barrels how do you impart this much spirit when you're aging just coffee beans i'm quite sure that the the ale the strong ale what excuse me was aged in the bourbon barrels as well oh right but, sorry you were talking about Seven years ago, they aged coffee beans in barrels. Yeah, that's right. That's but right. I'm I'm also sure that they've probably aged every goddamn ingredient in fucking bourbon barrels by the smell of this. Uh, we know that the ale has been aged in bourbon barrels. We know that the coffee beans have been aged in bourbon barrels. I wouldn't be surprised if they told us that the vanilla beans were aged in bourbon barrels as well. Um, there's just so much fucking spirit, so much bourbon coming off of this mug. Yep, and um. I got to tell you, man, I get Woody. And in honor of um, Diego, <laughs> in honor of Diego over in Oman means, I get Woody. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> <laughs> we need a fucking soundboard, dude. We've been, we've been talking about that for a year. The soundboard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, but it, it also feels kind of cheap at the same time. It feels cheap, yeah. 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 It feels like fucking morning news radio news radio fucking. yeah that's, that's what it is like fucking <laughs> fucking a shock jock kind of fucking yeah like welcome to wasted content uh here on the am 710 morning radio with woody and chuckles <laughs> you know where we where we just talk about toilet humor toilets oh. and then fucking the, the flush sound yeah yeah <laughs> does seem cheap yeah oh i I don't i don't fucking mind doing my own fucking sound effects so fucking there you go woody like a motherfucker boy (laughs) motherfuckers this is fucking incredibly decadent there's so much fucking happening in this mug there's a wonderful fucking sweetness exploding from here the spirit is fucking uh demanding your attention the wood is incredible 
Um, I'd love to know how much fucking time everything spent in barrels because uh, I'm guessing we're going to get a beautiful showcasing from a beer that has blessed the fucking charred sides of an oak barrel. This is going to be fucking nuts, man. I'm getting a lot of chocolate on, on the notes here, on beautiful. the nose. Okay. It, it's, it smells fucking incredible. There is there is a rich bittersweet chocolate mm-hmm. here. I'm I'm I don't get a lot of coffee here either. I was expecting a fucking nose full of coffee, and while there is a a nice roast here, it doesn't dominate the fucking senses. It doesn't overpower overload the senses. The vanilla is coming through as well, and I'm getting dark fruit. I'm I'm getting a bunch of dark fruit. I'm getting figs. And I think that that might have something to do with the vanilla. Um, there's a beautiful fig, uh, like a fucking pruned fig character that's coming here. Um, there's um, raisin and prune uh, fig dates. There's just a fucking whole load of dark, sweet fruit. That's also fucking just a bouquet of beautiful fucking uh, notes that's presented to us. Let's fucking try this fucking beer. God damn. Holy shit. Here we go. Wow. God damn it. Wow. It's done so. Wow. In 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 just a fucking very unique fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's everything that you expect just showcased a bit differently. What's the ABV on this? This is 14.3. God damn, that is masked beautifully here. And this fucking cornucopia fucking flavor. This is fucking Guy Fieri taking you to fucking flavor town here. Yeah, yeah, fuck Holy yeah. fucking shit, dude. Mm, 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 mm. You're absolutely right. This is the opposite of what you expect from something of, of this fucking style. Um, you're getting a lot of the fucking bourbon. You're getting a lot of the fucking the the vanilla here. A lot of that fucking oak barrel coming through, but it's just covered in this fucking beautiful fucking dark, rich chocolate taste. Holy fuck! You know, as much as I appreciate, I'm not gonna say appreciate. As much as I fucking love a stout in Asian bourbon barrels. With all of the fucking flavor profile that's featured here, I do have to say, I think Modern Times is fucking bringing me over to the strong ale side when it comes to featuring everything except making it, this is going to sound completely ridiculous, but this is a medium to full body. It's not a full body. Um, Every other stout that I've experienced with a similar flavor profile um, fucking weighs a ton in the mug. And it's dense as shit. And it pours like fucking molasses. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It pours like fucking motor oil. And uh, this is giving me a medium to to heavy body, not fully heavy. And it, I think that, that that strong ale character allows every other flavor to just fucking be um, uh, featured. It, it, it doesn't fucking overload you with the base beer. The base beer is strong and fucking stiff. But it lets all of the flavors fucking just come out to you. Yes. Present themselves. This is truly incredible. Um, It's not as dark as I imagined it would be. 
right it's right. a little on the browner side for sure yeah the dark but yeah it's got like a rich mahogany fucking look to it uh the head really didn't kind of stick around for a lot for too long um but there's a nice little ring that's um like a fucking very light tan yeah uh, absolutely like brown. for something that doesn't have a, a head that lingers too long it is very effervescent yeah. uh, as opposed to an every Anything else in this style that's bourbon barrel aged usually comes out a little flat. Mm-hmm. It's lost most of its carbonation at this point. Mm-hmm. No, but we get, I, I think that might also be lending towards the medium to heavy body. Absolutely. The effervescence of it and how, um, how that carbonation plays into the texture of the beer. It doesn't, it doesn't come across as molasses. You taste it. There's a, de- there's a definitive fucking taste of molasses here, but it doesn't pour like it. Right. The body isn't molasses. Right. There's definitely like that like burnt caramel sweetness coming forward mm-hmm. along with the roastiness and that vanilla fucking just like layer. It 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 really is an interesting take on this fucking style. I think that they've been able to tame a lot of monsters here. This seems like this seems like a bottled fucking monsters. Yeah. You were able to fucking encapsulate monster flavors and then have them fucking playfully fucking join each other and just fucking prance around hand in hand. Um, none more than the other. Ah, just a fucking wonderful goddamn fucking bomb. This is a beautiful beer. This is one of those goddamn special occasion beers. This is one of those cigar beers. And uh, modern times really fucking showing you how much they could turn up the fucking volume on what they do in their brewing process. There's a bit of like a residue here at the end. I see it. There's a lot of um a lot of fucking what is it what do you call it? Yeah, let's call it residue. Yeah. Um I I, I for lack of a better word, I know there's a better word for this. Mm-hmm. Uh but there is some just like little clumps of something right at the bottom of it. Yeah, I see it. Uh, I'm not sure, entirely sure what that is, but it, it feels like it's adding to the flavor of the beer completely. All right. Um, dates, prunes, um, molasses, toffee, caramel, smoke, char, um, chocolate, bittersweet chocolate, bourbon, 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 wood fucking just a beautiful fucking oakiness to it there's just like a very definitive oak character to this there um you you, there's no room to deny that this sat in a barrel for a fucking long time It, it really is incredible like you said bourbon 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 but none of that booziness from the bourbon it it's it's masked well yes for a 14.3 you're expecting a punch to the fucking face and it doesn't really do that. There's a booze. No. Oh, it's light. There's a booze. Very light. But it's it's fucking agreeable. Yeah, it, it's just it's coming in well with all the other fucking flavors. It's just m- like a perfect fucking combination of booze and smoke and roast and caramel and all the other fucking uh, dark fruits. Of Of all things that I'd say are featured here, I'd say that the coffee presence is the one that surprised surprises me the most because it isn't dominant and um for the most part any b- 
beer that is on this tier, if you put coffee on the label, they're going to fucking smack you across the face with coffee. Yep. Everything's just so well balanced here. Like, I, like that's what I guess that's what I'm trying to say when I say you've bottled monsters. There's so many flavor profiles here that easily can fucking out fucking shine each other. Yeah. And modern times has found a way to fucking bring those all together. And I mean, they have those those exact flavor profiles uh, outdo each other in different variants through different breweries. You'll have one brewery put out a fucking barrel aged stout that's uh, a little heavier on the caramel side. You'll have one put it out that's heavier on the coffee, another one that's heavier on the vanilla, one on the molasses like flavor style. But this is just a fucking beautiful combination of everything you expect from this style. But it's balanced all the way through from the fucking beginning of the palette to the fucking end. You're getting the exact same fucking flavor all the way fucking through. Absolutely. Um, I, I do have to say one thing of special note. Uh, Clitosaurus. We totally skipped that on the part where we talk shit about the guest. Oh, right, right, right. And I'm just going to jump back into that very quickly, very briefly, and tell you, you fucking missed out. Because I guarantee to you that this tastes way better than ass. <laughs> Modern Times, be sure to sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> a beer that tastes better than ass. <laughs> <laughs> you got a tagline there you got a slogan you're welcome modern times <laughs> we'll send you an invoice <laughs> modern times it tastes better than ass <laughs> that's the understatement of the year honestly if you fucking present an ass that can match this and rival it Oof. i will eat it i will lick it this is wonderful Yes, it is. Uh, a, a beautiful fucking showcasing for modern times. Deeds and exploits. I got a rating for this motherfucker. The blended strong ale aged in bourbon barrels with coffee and vanilla from modern times. 14.3 ABV. We got a perfect 10 from me. Absolutely. And I keep saying absolutely for some reason. It seems like a tick now. But absolutely <laughs> is a fucking 10 here. Yes. This is a fucking incredible fucking beer in this fucking style. And I couldn't be fucking happier with it. Modern Times is coming through with their fucking roastiness, with their fucking coffee, with their fucking chocolate. Everything we fucking bragged about before this fucking episode. Goddamn Modern Times. You know, the more and more that we go down this road of craft brewing, the more and more I can justify fucking sticker shock. If you look at this bottle, if you find this on the shelf, if you're lucky enough to fucking come face to face with this bottle... And you turn it to your attention and you see the sticker price on this, you're gonna shit your pants. I, yeah. But the more and more that we discover these fucking brews, the more I can justify exactly how well crafted and the quality of ingredients and the time and effort and work and love and passion goes into bottling this motherfucker and bringing it to our fucking table. So um, if you look at the price, you might think that's fucking ridiculous. But when you experience this, you're going to say, you know what? Modern times, worth, worth every fucking penny, dude. Yep. Worth every fucking penny. Save this for a special occasion. Save it for something that you got to fucking have a cigar for. Save it for a fucking palate that's going to be able to appreciate, not one that licks ass. 
<laughs> Modern times, it's better than ass. We gotta. I mean, there's gotta be a fucking uh, podcast that reviews ass too. <laughs> we right? should start doing that. Actually, all right, let's do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, not it first. <laughs> <laughs> bring out the babes bro okay i thought we were gonna do it like N- each other no oh, okay, okay no, cool. no 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 all right no, 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 no. <laughs> let's rochambeau this thing <laughs> no 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 please don't i kick you in the nuts as hard as i can <laughs> and then you kick me in the nuts as hard as you can and the first one to fall it loses I'm good on that, dude. Yeah. I I historically do not fucking perform well with rock paper scissors, so <laughs> I, I have <laughs> I have I have lost life changing fucking rock paper scissors games. You always dude. pick rock. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like the strongest one, dude. <laughs> the fuck? It's a fucking rock. Why does paper defeat it? That's bullshit. Because it's white. <laughs> 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 All right, I guess we gotta start paying, start playing fucking rock paper scissors, white power. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck! That's a fucking joke, assholes. No, it's not. That's a fucking joke. No, it's not. He's racist. <laughs> can't be racist against white people, bro. I guess you can't. There's no such thing as being no. racist against white people. There's no such thing as reverse racism. Oh, my fucking goodness. Like I said, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, overcorrection. Yeah, yeah. Overcorrection. Overcorrection. Fucking A. Goddamn. Ignorance has no fucking limit you just change the meaning of the word to fucking fit your fucking narrative and then you know you're right you're absolutely right you can't be racist against white people because racism means an entirely fucking different fucking thing to you i'm having too much of a good time with the spirit to be fucking upset now i'm upset now (laughs) (laughs) this is fucking delicious dude god damn hey um i never thought i'd say this but I think that we have a fucking new number one for me in terms of a beer style. Um, I have proclaimed, I have fucking proclaimed that stouts are number one for me. I think that Utopias with the with Sam Adams with their Utopias. Yes. I think Modern Times with their Deeds and Exploits okay. is very quickly changing my mind. I think, I think I find a new number one, man. I think we need to have more of this style and not the fucking most expensive exclusive beer in the fucking world okay that's fair yeah and then judge it on that not necessarily on the exclusivity of it and the inavailability of it i guess i just don't see enough strong ales out on the market right you know what i mean but um it's given me everything that i fucking love about stouts with a little bit of a fucking uh a more tamed body yeah, I definitely see what you mean, but I don't want to fucking jump ship just yet. I'm doing so. Officially. Yeah. Episode 53, Strong Ales have uh, now become my favorite beer style. I'm still navigating the Black Pearl, bro. You're over here on the fucking... What the fuck is that other ship that they fucking... Oh, whatever. I need some some joke about Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, uh, I haven't watched Johnny that, Depp. actually. I haven't watched that. Johnny Depp. Yeah. The, the fucking faggot that let fucking Amber fucking what's her name go um why the fuck is it pirates of the caribbean why yeah. does everybody pronounce it pirates of I'm the sorry, caribbean? caribbean right 
Because every time you talk about the Caribbean, like I took a vacation over at the Caribbean. Uh-huh. But when you're talking about the fucking movie, yeah. it's Caribbean. Because Disney? I guess Runs so. the fucking mm. world? And it does. Fuck what you grew up with in Caribbean? It's Caribbean. Because Disney says so. Yeah, dude. Because, <laughs> says so. <laughs> because the mouse. Because the mouse. Says so. Yeah. Dude, fuck Stone Cold Steve Austin, dude. Fuck mm. The Rock. Yep. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, dude. Uh-uh. Because the mouse says and so. And you got this motherfucker clashing two fucking beers in his fucking hand and flipping the world <laughs> off. It's fucking Mickey motherfucking mouse going, fuck you, motherfucker. I own the fucking world. <laughs> Mickey motherfucking mouse. I fucking love that. <laughs> fucking MMM. <laughs> mini. Mini. Mickey, <laughs> Mickey motherfucking mouse, flipping you the fucking bird. Fuck yeah! <laughs> because Mickey says so. <laughs> Make it so, right? Make it so. That why does that sound like a fucking song from Frozen? <laughs> Make, Make it, it so. so. Make, Make it, it so. so. <laughs> because it's Disney, that's why. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a, dude. Um, dude, I I know that we've uh moved on from this. We've already rated it. Yeah. I'm having too much of a fucking great time with this beer, dude. I ten, can't ten. shut the I can't shut the fuck up about it, dude. Ten ten. Ten ten. ten, ten. ten enough said, right? Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. All righty, let's open up to the last topic of sure. the segment uh, of today's uh episode. And uh, I'm going to try my best to uh, stop fucking uh, uh, fangirling about this goddamn fucking strong ale right Okay. Here. All right? Ready? Go ahead. Well, there was a point that Clitosaurus, <laughs> it's so fucking <laughs> ridiculous to me. Uh, there was a point that she was trying to uh, bring onto the podcast. And uh, she's, she mentioned it right before she signed off. And uh, it it was kind of unfortunate because it seemed like there was a lot to talk about there. She mentioned redlining okay. before she signed off. Now, I am not familiar with this. Uh, I get the idea that you're familiar with this because you were nodding in agreement when she mentioned it. I just feel like I nod at everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just so, You know, like when you, someone talks to you, you don't understand it. You just kind of say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Or like they say something <laughs> and they have a kind of a smirk on their face. So you just laugh. Yeah. Because you assume they're making some sort of fucking joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So Shit. There was really nothing much to it then. I mean, <laughs> okay, fine. I guess. As an architect, yes. um, the redlining means some fucking error in the drawings, right? Okay. Yeah. That's what she's referring to, I'm assuming. You think so? No. Uh, redlining, specifically in the connotation that she was referring to, was yeah. uh, some fucking government somewhere decided that black people... A government here in the U.S. decided that. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Very, <laughs> let, let, let me make this more specific. A governmental body in the U.S. Yes. Decided that. Uh, we need to keep black people in the ghettos and Latina people in the ghettos and every fucking minority in their own little fucking bubble 
So this this like act was called redlining, right? Um, if you're Latino, if you're uh, some fucking minority group, you're not allowed to fucking live outside your little fucking bubble because it's very important to keep these people fucking together because of whatever the fuck the reason was racism. Um, <laughs> there's that. Yeah. So these fucking government fucking employees who got a fucking map of their fucking city and drew red lines around the fucking areas where the minorities were going to live. No shit. So this area is dedicated for the blacks. This is for the Latinos. This is for the Asians. This is for the fucking whatever. Um, <laughs> for the whatever? For the whatever. Um, That would like consist of like Pacific Islanders, <laughs> Native Americans. Puerto Ricanos. <laughs> there you go. Those guys. The Cubanos. <laughs> for the whatevers. Just like one, like those, like fucking, um, mudbloods. Uh, <laughs> the mudbloods. <laughs> Just those fucking, like those afterthought brown people. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. The ones that America claims have rights, but don't really. Right. You know. Yeah. You, you're a refugee from Cuba. You, you can come to America. And have some fucking rights here, but you're also treated as less than. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking, if Al Pacino showed me anything was that Cuban Americans don't have rights. <laughs> That's what Al Pacino taught, taught you? Yeah. Have you not watched <laughs> The Devil's Advocate? Um, I haven't watched that, actually. Oh, good. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I have to watch that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what he taught me was these motherfuckers have a lot of power. They also have a lot of cocaine. Cuban Americans? Yeah, that's what he taught me. Yeah, that, that comes out of Devil's Advocate. Um wasn't a Scarface? One of the same. Um <laughs> one of the same. They all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fucking continuation. <laughs> yeah, Devil's Advocate is part two of Scarface for sure. Um What the fuck was I talking about? Anyway, so redlining. Uh you so have, when when did this happen actually? That that's that's a very pertinent nice. question. Uh sometime after MLK. I'm not entirely sure oh, what fuck. the date okay. so on this that is like were. 1950s, 1960s. There you go. Okay. Yeah, 50s, 60s. For real? Era. Like that recent? Yeah, it's not it yeah, your grandmother. It sounds like a long sure time away, it. but that's relatively recent. Yeah, your grandmother experienced it for sure if she was no here in America. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Um so like there's this like whole civil rights bullshit and then fucking uh you have these government officials uh redlining their fucking their area of fucking power. So it's like black people stay in this area, Latinos stay in this area, and blah 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 blah. You really can't move out of that area because banks won't allow it. They won't give you a loan for a home in fucking Beverly fucking Hills if you're fucking black. Okay. Because Everybody keeps You're to their black. own, right? Exactly. Okay. Separate but equal was the there idea. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it just didn't kind of pan out to that, right? No. It just kind of didn't pan out to equal. He had some black people with money, and then they got out of the ghetto, and then it just didn't really work out for them. Um, it never pans out to that uh, because property value is what decides how much money you're schools get in your neighborhood property tax 
is what goes to the schools in your neighborhood. If a home in Malibu is $2.5 million compared to a house in Compton that's fucking $300,000, then that school is going to be way more well-funded than the house in fu- the school in fucking Compton. So there's no real equality there. Um, I think she was referring to redlining in the, the sense that you keep the poor people in the poor areas and the rich people in the rich areas. Right. Which, I mean, it's not a bad idea. Okay. Hey, fucking unpopular opinion time, right? Popular opinion. It's not really a bad idea. I mean, you mentioned earlier that every industry is uh, necessarily either safety or convenience, right? We're we're exchanging one for the other. And you decide what the fuck you're going to fucking do. If you want safety then you're going to fucking put out some fucking money. If you want convenience, then you're going to fucking suffer the fucking consequences, whatever the fuck they are. Right. We were actually uh, discussing that off mic because um, Clitosaurus was talking about the fact that, um, you know, like she felt that landlords were were not a fucking real job and like how uh, they were parasites and they were kind of leeching off of people that were um oppressed already and i what i mentioned to her was hey the 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 crazy thing about that is you have options and 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 maybe that's nowadays you know maybe in the times that we were experiencing this redlining maybe you didn't have that option but nowadays that's no longer an obstacle so if you don't want to have a fucking landlord that's fucking hovering over your fucking head then this is what I said. Well, I said, I guess you fucking better start working your fucking ass off then. So, so that's the thing, though. The, the reason she brings up redlining is, well, at least my experience of people, why they're bringing up redlining recently is just, um, they're claiming that this is still happening. Yeah. It's not something that was happening in the 60s. It's like, it happened then, but it's still happening now. I mean, even in the neighborhood we grew up in, it was... Uh, primarily Latino, and we knew the difference between El Monte and Monterey Park. Um, I, I I'm, I've always gauged it. Um, here, if you were, if you were fucking north of Garvey or south of Rush in El Monte, then you were all right. If you were somewhere in between Garvey and Rush, you're fucked. fucked. You were fucking in substandard living. Absolutely, dude. And it's not necessarily like race based anymore. I think we've we've claimed here on this fucking podcast that it's about classism, right? Right. So there's a different fucking class of people with more fucking money. There's middle class, lower class, the fucking whatever the fuck it is. We had an example of that within our own fucking group of friends. Do we? We had our mother we had a motherfucker who lived north of Garvey. Who had a fucking property with a pool in it? He was the guy with <laughs> yeah. the pool. Yeah, <laughs> he was the fucking guy with the pool. And it's just like, dude, um, orgasmatron. I mean, yeah, orgasmatron. Fucking, uh, you got your family over here, uh, living in Omani, but uh, you got a pool in your backyard. Hey, you're doing a considerably Rich. a little bit better. Yeah, 
for sure. I would say you're doing considerably better than the rest of us. <laughs> but at those in those times when we were fucking youngins, it was like this motherfucker rich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, relatively speaking, to the neighborhoods we grew up in. Uh, there was definitely a, a dividing line there that was apparent to everybody. Right. Um, so the reason they like she brings it up now is just because she feels like it's the same thing now. Like, despite the idea that we're not racist in America anymore, like there, we do experience racism to an extent. Um, it is harder for minorities to move out out of their neighborhood. Neighborhood. Um, <laughs> goddamn. Because of shit like this, because of this institutional system that is kind of fucking playing against you at, at all fucking odds. If you want to fucking rent a fucking place in fucking Beverly fucking Hills, then you better fucking cough up some fucking money. If you want safety, if you want security, you got to pay for it. Don't eat for a fucking um, month. And, and that's exactly when this was invoked as well. Was because I told her every fucking good and service that is offered to us, any amenity that is offered to us nowadays, it all kind of has like this um, shared baseline of convenience and perceived safety. Right. It's if you want this perception of safety and you want this perception of convenience. Give up your privacy. There's that. And also pay a premium. Of course surge pricing yes you want to feel safer you want to feel fucking um you know fucking uh what is it safety and community you want to feel like your life is 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 a little bit more convenient you gotta sprouts a little closer to you you gotta pay the premium yes and it's fucked up how um is it it's, though? it's it's divided like in this hierarchy um you know but at the same rate, is it, I, I wouldn't attribute it to race. I don't think it's fucked up. I, I honestly don't think it's fucked up. It's kind of merit-based, if anything. If you can... if you I, have, I hope so. I hope so. If you have... I'm all for meritocracy. Let, 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 let's say you have an absolute value to you. Um, and you are worth this much money because you contribute this much to the economy. Then you deserve this much. Yeah. There, there's an equivalence there. Uh, specifically in California, like everyone talks about the fucking housing in California is so fucking detrimental. It's it's uh, it's not equivalent to anywhere else in the fucking country. Yeah, but neither are fucking salaries. You're working in California. You're making fucking three, four times what people are making in fucking middle, the Midwest. Yeah, Midwest for sure. Yeah. So, um, it's really dependent on your fucking value and. God damn, I don't know. Um, it's dependent on your value and your values as well. Right. Um, the, the one thing that I couldn't fucking shy away from mentioning while we were having this discussion off mic was if you don't fucking like it, you have options. And the beautiful thing about that was I didn't have to make a case for it. Um, uh, Clitosaurus made a case for it on her own. Yeah. She said, well, fuck, if like, you don't have any options other than working a nine to five mm. except uh inventing something or becoming or an this, entrepreneur or, doing that, or, or like being a business or like, owner 
Making be, money. Oh, fuck. It kind of sounds like you have a lot of fucking options all of a fucking sudden. Sure, unless you're like genetically fucking disadvantaged and you're not. Genetically disadvantaged? Genetically disadvantaged. Well, fuck, for what sure. are we talking about? Fucking cripples? No. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're, you're talking about creating something? That's creativity. Creativity is not fucking taught, it's innate. Yeah, it is. That, that's something genetic that's fucking gifted onto people. Who are creative. Yeah. And it's not something that you can like go to fucking school and fucking work your ass off and be creative. For sure. But it also is not a handicap. It's not something that people are entitled to. It's not something that people are entitled to being handicapped. It's it's not everyone. It's not something that everyone is entitled to. No, you're not entitled. You're not. You're not entitled to be fucking beautiful. There's a very select few people in our fucking world that are beautiful. And we all collectively deem as beautiful. There's you know, a select few that are creative. There's, there's a select uh, few that are fucking geniuses. There's a yeah, select few that are absolutely gifted at whatever the fuck they're gifted at. Fucking Einstein says, if you judge a fucking fish by its ability to fucking climb, climb a, a tree, tree yeah. then well, I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, the rest of it's, it's going to fail. Exactly. Yeah. So we're taking this from a motherfucker that failed um, fucking elementary school. And then he was able to fucking create um the fucking uh general relativity i think that's where that statement comes from from him it's he wasn't able to fucking as a fish climb a tree but as a fish hey he was able to fucking swim he was able to swim fuck yeah so So, uh, that that's that's where like that dividing line comes from me yeah but the question is how do you monetize your fucking ability there's a very specific demand for very specific abilities that you can monetize. And the unfortunate part is not everybody has those fucking abilities. I I suppose so. I suppose so. But um I would argue that uh it, it's it's all about the fucking swing and sway for the fucking time that you're um that that you've been given. Yeah. It's the tools that you're given and the time that you're given and how you fucking play it. It's the instruments that have been provided to you. Right. It's not the hand you're, you're dealt. It's the way you play your hand. Correct. Right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So let's say you're dealt a hand that is not playable in this fucking circumstance. Then you're fucked. You, you don't have the ability to pay for your fucking mortgage or your rent or whatever the fuck it is because the system is completely against you. It's not a system that's going to benefit on your abilities. It's going to fucking play on your fucking handicap. There's um there's a, there's an argument to be made here uh regarding survival of the fittest. There's <laughs> yeah, there's an argument to be made with fucking evolution, the theory of evolution. And I think that comes into play when one of the biggest arguments that I had and I wish he was here to defend this, really. Um, uh, Clitosaurus, we're going to have you in here for a full fucking uh, episode eventually so that you're able to argue these points. But there was many things that I fucking took, um, th- that I took a fucking stand against yeah. when I heard them proposed off mic. Unfortunately, a lot of the fucking uh, magic that is uh, demonstrated here and fucking published here um, unfortunately, a lot of it does not make it onto the audio recordings. It is off mic, 
I, I hate it, but um, that's just the way that this general fucking um, project goes. There was a moment where she was mentioning these things and she said, everybody is entitled to basic standards of living. Yes. Everybody is entitled to a fucking food. Everybody is deserving of a fucking shelter. Yes. And I took fucking umbrage against it. Right. But l- listen, uh, your meritocracy is based on the ideals of capitalism. Correct. Right. Correct. So is that the correct value system that we should be holding? Is like you're beneficial to the capitalistic state, then you are beneficial as a human being. You have value as a human being because you can contribute to this capitalistic system. Is that truly what we should be fucking holding as value? Like we've been conditioned for sure throughout our fucking entire fucking existence is okay, you can work. You're creative, you're intelligent, you're this, you're that, whatever the fuck else they fucking fed you as a fucking kid. You've been fucking force-fed these ideas, and now we hold these fucking values that this is important. Uh, Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, fucking work your fucking ass off, and you can get what you fucking deserve. But is that the right thing to fucking believe? I'd say that um, whether this is going to be uh, viewed um, negatively or positively, I think um, I, I kind of throw that I throw that up in the fucking ether, and I I make an argument based on what game are you playing? That's the argument. That's the fucking uh, argument that I stand behind. Is what game are you playing? We're all playing because, the same fucking game, because dude. Because if you're playing fucking Texas Hold'em, you got to know the rules. And you got to know how to fucking play your hand. Are you playing five card? Are you playing fucking blackjack? Are you playing goldfish? Okay, so what game is survival? What game is being able to fucking feed your fucking family? What game is being born in this fucking country accidentally by some fucking random fucking chance of fucking genetics and fucking breeding that you were brought into existence into a fucking country that holds capitalism as, as its highest fucking value? Hey, it's your job to determine which game you're playing. It's your job to know what cards you're dealt, what hand you're holding, and how you can best play them. That is mine. Because to me, that is the most synonymous with a meritocracy. It doesn't matter which but fucking... But it's based on a certain value system. Correct. So the value system is capitalism. Is yes. How much can you contribute to this fucking capitalist state? How much money can you make for your fucking self? Right, yeah. that's the meritocracy. Yeah. Okay. So, a lot of people aren't gifted this ability to do so. Yeah. Do they deserve to die just because they're not able to fucking work in a fucking mine shaft or whatever the fuck it is? If you judge a fish by its ability to fucking climb a tree, does it deserve to die because he can't climb the fucking tree? Here's the thing: the way that evolution looks at it, it's very fucking. Um, but it's not evolution, uh, though. It is evolution. Capitalism is not evolution. Uh, no, no, no. Humanity is evolution. But capitalism isn't. And 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 the way that we progress is if fucking evolution deems that climbing up a tree right now is pertinent and you can't fucking climb it, then guess what? You fucking die. Right. And the idea Too behind, bad, so sad. behind this is it's not pertinent. <sighs> 
fuck? It's I, not. It's it's okay. It's it's not pertinent. It's a construct that can be deconstructed. That 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 I I cannot argue against. That I cannot argue against. What game is being played? I cannot argue against. The 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 fucking. I, I guess the powers that be that determine which game you're playing, I cannot argue against. And I don't take a fucking stand against it. And I wish I could. And I wish that there was a way to fucking change the rules. I wish there was a fucking way to fucking change the game. And it just doesn't seem like it. there is. So the best fucking plan of action that I can take is learn the fucking rules and learn the game and then fucking try to figure out how the fuck, with my gills and my fins, I'm able to fucking climb that goddamn tree? It sucks. And it's unfair. The, and that's what the fucking thing boils down to. The opposing argument is, is, how the fuck do I tear down this tree with my gills? I, I, I have a counter argument. Um, are your fucking gills worthy enough to tear down the fucking It's not about game? worth, though. That, that's... You're, is it is it important to fucking have? You're talking gills? about fucking like royal bloodlines and just it's, like it's analogies, fucking born in like royal blood, right? I'm not talking about that. That's exactly. Are you worthy of fucking tearing down this fucking tree? I'm not talking about. Are you born into a fucking royal bloodline? That's exactly what it is, though. Like, it, you just happen to be fucking born with these abilities and skills that you fucking have, and whoever the fuck else has, they they weren't fucking. Uh, bread. They were. They're not a fucking victim of their fucking circumstances. It's just innate. It's it's genetic. It's 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 a fucking lottery. You happen to be fucking beautiful. You happen to be fucking skilled at this fucking specific thing that's gonna make you profitable. Let's let's stick with the analogy. You happen to have been able to be born with the ability to climb a tree. Okay. Let's stick with that general analogy. For sure. What good does that do you in the fucking ocean? (sighs) Nothing. Exactly. You're fucked. Exactly. You're fucked. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody else is too busy climbing a tree, dude. Sorry. You didn't fucking get the message. You didn't understand that you had to focus on climbing the fucking tree. Mm-hmm. You were too busy trying to fucking make a fucking, um, uh, make a construct a narrative where everybody swims. And then guess, and, and you, you just happen to be naturally fucking um, uh, 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 able to swim, but nobody's playing that game. So Sorry. I think the problem here is we're all fucking swimmers and we're convinced that we can climb trees if we work hard enough. If you work hard enough, your gills will convert to fucking arms and fucking feet that are going to help you climb this fucking tree. I think we not. I think we've seen certain individuals do that. Who? I think that we have seen certain individuals do that. I think you're talking I, about fucking individuals that are already born with fucking four arms and fucking four legs that are able to fucking climb the tree a lot faster and we all want to be that individual because Hollywood and fucking everyone else is telling you that oh well this is what you're supposed to be. Oh well, guess what? There's plenty of other fucking animals in a fucking jungle environment that have been fucking uh, born with things that do not adapt with their fucking surroundings. And guess what? They stand out and they die. They're eaten by the predators. The people that are able to or the fucking uh, creatures 
that are able to be born with the characteristics that adapt to their fucking surroundings survive and they procreate and the ones that don't die yes and their bloodline but you're back is to the gone. fucking uh fucking survival of the fucking fittest yes absolutely right. i'm back to that yeah survival of the fucking fittest is fucking bullshit it's a oh, meritocracy yeah Yet again it's yeah. a meritocracy i'll like, stand behind hey, that every fucking day you're fit for this environment congratulations you win you did absolutely nothing except fucking being born with the ability to fucking climb this fucking tree congratulations <laughs> kind of, you fucking yeah. win everybody else can eat fucking shit because that's, that's they weren't fucking the born with the ability goes. to fucking climb this fucking tree that's just the way it goes evolution doesn't have any fucking any fucking prejudice so the way to move fucking forward is to give everyone else the ability to climb the tree it's not to fucking climb the tree yourself it's to give everyone else the ability to do so it's the fucking monkey on top of the fucking hierarchy is not the fucking top monkey because he can fucking beat everyone the fuck up it's because he's built a community around him and fucking friends around him that are going to support him at the top of the fucking hierarchy because any three monkeys will take out the fucking top fucking monkey but they don't because they're friends with them i don't know about friends i think that would call them subservient fucking individuals it's that not subservient un- that understand their place in the hierarchy it's not subservient that because o- understand their place you in can't the natural be fucking aggressive hierarchy. to everyone you have to build your fucking community you can't be aggressively the top fucking monkey and fuck everyone else i i don't know that you've um even like i don't know that you've uh studied fucking the way that uh primates oh but work. i have due to that and that's exactly what i'm claiming here is primates don't function in that manner. There's a fucking alpha. There's an alpha, but he's an alpha not because of his strength, but is because of his ability to build a fucking community around him that's going to support him. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll take Look that. Look at the fucking bonobos. Look at the fucking. I'll take that at face value. I'll take it at face value. And then it still brings into the fucking same argument. There is a fucking hierarchy that has been fucking naturally fucking put into order. Yes, not everyone deserves to be beautiful. Not and, everyone deserves to be rich. And not if, everyone deserves and if to you're be not fucking able to identify. But there are things that you do deserve. And, and if you're able, if you're not able to identify that hierarchy, and if you're not able to play into it, then guess what? Evolution has left you on the back burner. It's left you in the fucking in the fucking uh, I don't know in the fucking um uh ash bin of history and the dustpan of history i'm sorry you were not able to identify the fucking hierarchy you were not able to play into it you go sweep right into the dustbin of history you deserve to die yeah too bad life's not fair yikes life's not fair it's not it's not fair but we can make it a little easier on everyone to climb that fucking tree. I don't agree with that. Why? It doesn't need to be fucking fair for everybody. It is, it's not fair. That's, it's that's just fucking ridiculous. Make it, not make it harder for the next person to climb the tree. It's make it easier. Once you hit the top of the fucking tree, what the fuck are you going to do up there by your fucking self? I think that's wishful thinking. I agree with you. It's lonely at the top. I agree with you. <laughs> but I, I disagree with you with uh, your statement and saying that there is a need to make it fair for everybody. There is bullshit. That's not there how fucking. Need, that's I mean, not how evolution works. We were talking about cultural appropriation 
not too long ago and we we're talking about fucking not, the best way to adapt to your fucking environment is by taking in different points of views how are you gonna fucking be on top if the fucking game of life is to fucking climb a fucking tree and you climb the fucking tree and that's it and you learn nothing from it because your ability to climb a tree was fucking innate and there are no other perspectives out there closing statements <laughs> life's not fair uh, life's not fair dude <laughs> it's not fair it absolutely is not fair but i think we kind of taught ourselves as beyond evolution so we have the ability to make it a little more just for everyone else and if we don't exercise that power then what the fuck are we we're no better than the fucking chimps that don't do it I'll, I'll take a different stance on that and say we are no better than evolution and um in in the way that we are no better than it is that we can identify it and in identifying it if we are to uh bring fucking if we're to bring fuck i hate this word it's like every other fucking social justice warriors word to everything that they quote unquote are fucking like working towards. It's if we're able to bring fucking attention and exposure mm. to him, if we're able to be smart enough to identify the fucking game and bring attention, exposure and awareness to him, then that's as much as we can offer. We can tell the fucking general populace what the game is, the rules, how to play it. And then your ability to fucking do so is going to be on your own merit. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with the card game analogy here. Mm. A poker tournament doesn't make thousands of winners. It just doesn't. There are um, a vast majority that fucking lose out and come out negative yeah and there are a select few that end up on the fucking final table that are able to cash out and it's just the way it fucking goes yes unfortunately that's fine for the game of poker but let's say you have the ability to change the game altogether collectively i think that's for a the very benefit fucking, of everybody else i think that's a fucking noble thought i think we have the ability to do so we just don't because everyone is caught up in this idea of survival of the fittest because greed because greed because corruption because corruption yeah i think i i i i want to be proven wrong with this yeah but and again i'm I not i'm not talking about communism because communism is fucking bullshit too yeah, it's been tried in fucking greed and but uh there's no need for this fucking abscess of greed that is fucking corrupted this fucking world uh, we, we spoke about it and it's like uh, we've tried this and it's failed because of greed and corruption, right? right. And I'm, hope, I'm hoping that I'm able to be proven wrong eventually um, by humanity and by another generation after us. But I will say this. I will say um, as a counter argument to the people that believe that we could fucking become... Um, uh, people uh, a species a creature 
that is able to fucking stand above it, I will I will provide a counter to it and say it is about time that we accept greed and corruption as an innate characteristic of the human condition and that we are able to navigate our lives and our lifestyles around that acceptance. I think greed and corruption has has become innate because of the distribution of resources. So because of the lack of a resource or the abundance of a resource, then people become greedy. It's just like, this is for me, and that's it. People who look like me. Ah, fuck. I don't know where I was going with this. But I don't think it's an innate human characteristic. I think it was bred into us through generations of the same fucking thing. And it's about time we fucking break this fucking cycle. Godspeed to anyone that holds that opinion. Godspeed to those people. And I hope you are able to fucking win this argument. Because I will ardently stay in this camp until you are able to prove me otherwise. More power to you. Mm. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Wasted Content. This has been episode 53. We hope to see a little bit more of Clitosaurus. I think that she has a lot to bring to this argument. I think there's a lot of counter-argument that should be happening here. Definitely. And um, there was just this remnants, this trace of uh, discussion left behind. And I'd like to explore these topics a bit more. Fuck yeah. There's a lot more to be said here. Um, Ozymandias, I'd like to thank you. And I'd like to tell you that I appreciate you for your diligence in bringing this project forward. You've put in a lot of work recently into um getting recently. us out uh yeah recently because you weren't doing shit otherwise <laughs> <Fuck you>. before <laughs> i i hear how that came across right yeah, now yeah, Actually, yeah. now you pointed yeah, out what the fuck <laughs> thank you for your diligence man i'm inspired by your um by your fucking curiosity into expanding this project and i will follow suit uh we will be trying to expand this project to feature to be featured in many other fucking household names in the uh i want to say southern californian brewing community sure for now for now for now for now thank you for your diligence i appreciate everything that you've done for this project thank you for all the supporters that have been following us throughout all this fucking year this is a year plus three weeks Oof. episode 53 what you got ozymandias um thank you everyone yet again uh this is episode 53 we'll see you next week peace